What is happening, everyone? Welcome to the Nationalist Inquirer. The Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer, that is. I'm your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Otterwaff and Jack. What up? Ah, just the usual. Nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, Grognek's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. The kobolds have him tied up right now. Uh, also joining us this evening as a special guest, uh, Steel Snake. What's up, bro? What's up? going on man. audio coming good everything fine audio sounds good yep audio sounds good all right awesome yes awesome yes so uh welcome to the show everybody welcome to the live stream over on d live over on pilled and over on odyssey um oh man somebody somebody okay so somebody asked uh time travel about time travel by the way you guys um if you went back in it time makes you dead. Yeah, time travel makes you gay. So, if time travel makes you gay, you definitely could do gay stuff with an ancestor, which would make it not your ancestor. So, because you could, yeah, you would probably, if you did gay stuff with an ancestor that meant your ancestor was gay, it would not have progeny. Therefore, you wouldn't exist. So, wait, is it like a negative? Like, if a gay person time travels, do they come back straight? How does it work? Oh, actually, you know what? Hmm. hmm. Mm. I, I need these answers. Yeah, no, these are these are very important questions. Um, I ask the important questions. Yeah, actually, that's that is one we hadn't considered when we originally did the uh, the um, the time travel hypothesis, you know, um, and <laughs> and we yeah we, we realized we figured at the end that uh, time travel in fact does make you gay, um, and it is it is uh, it's a feature not a bug it's it's built in so that way you can't <laughs> you know yeah. Uh, and then the, there's the Faraday cage, obviously, uh, by Louis Faraday, I believe the guy's name was. Faraday cage? Yes. Oh, dude. Wait, is that, is that, if you yeah. stay in that, does it isolate you from It isolates you, yes. Yeah, the gadiation. Yes, it, it, it keeps you... Oh, the gadiation. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Wait, was these... Galen Windsor an expert on gadiation? No, well, I mean, in a way, he was, but not as much as you go through, <laughs> yes, as through these Scott Wiener belts, okay? It's like the Van Allen belts, but gayer. So, um, yeah, so the, the, uh, the, the fair gay cage keeps you from, this is a lot longer than I thought we were going to talk about this, but, um, (laughs) the original, you know what, dude, the original starboard stuff post Jack, you read that, right? You you ever remember reading? Yeah. Yeah. Those were still up. No, I mean, maybe it's gotta be, I don't know. Let me see the starboard stuff. We'll find it. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the, the, it's probably gone. Yeah, it's, uh, let's just see if if uh, if that even pops up on a on a search. No, it's gone. It's gone forever. It's gone for. There were some very very funny blog posts on that. Um, there used to be a Starboard stuff on Facebook. If that's still around, yeah, that content's not available anymore. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, the the song for the break, I dropped it in the in the chat. It's awesome, cool. We'll, we'll grab that. Before like break. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll surprise everybody with that before break. Um. So nothing really huge happened this week in in the news. So it kind of it kind of um kind of shut down our regular show. Like we usually have a bunch of a bunch of funny stuff to talk about, or at least. Uh, at least newsworthy stuff, but there hasn't been anything. I mean, other than, 
um, I mean, I don't know. People getting, get, did I not put that on there? Oh, I got to add that to it. Okay. Um, I haven't heard of any, any actual happenings. No, there hasn't been any happenings. I mean, other than nine 11, you know, which was yesterday, right? The anniversary oh. of nine 11. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Fake gay shit. We did our usual annual posting of all of the best documentaries on it, which uh, are mostly Simon Shack. Um, and is that the guy who did September Clues? Yes, the September Clues guy. He's awesome. That guy's awesome. Yes, he, cool. he is great. Um, I I love him. He is. Uh, he's hilarious. When he was on our live stream, and like we we started talking about you know different people in the movement, and he would just like he's a fucking shill, you know like. <laughs> That guy's great. I don't want to mention any names, but yeah, he 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 doesn't he he's, he's not too appreciative of certain doctor misters that we know around here. But we did. Do By the a, way, I heard you a while ago. You mentioned in passing that you just happened to be at Charlottesville, oh, and yeah. you mentioned that. So you you said you're like I was just there. I took one picture and I left. And all these fucking I found the article. It had a picture of you standing next to someone smiling and it said far right white supremacist uh, inflammatory radio host attends Nazi meeting in Charlottesville. I'm like, who the hell writes this crap? It's terrible. No. Yeah. I just accidentally had my name on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. It happens. I mean, I don't know how I ended up there. I was just like, you know, I was just going to take a picture. Unfortunately, that wasn't the only picture that was taken. Um, well, no, the, well, the pictures weren't even pictures, right, Jack? They were just, they were just stills taken from video. There was just so much video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a common theme. Right. And, but you know what? Unlike, unlike, um, when that one little channel that went away tried to use a picture of me, they had to use, they had to use like a, a still of me, like mid sneeze to make me look bad. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, for, for their uh, little gay boys. So oh, good there's, lord! There's there are some people to choose from. There, oh, good lord! I mean, the amount of the amount of photographs. Um, I'm gonna talk about stills. Good man. I mean, I I don't even talk about like they posted those videos, and it's like, okay, you guys thought this was content. It's yeah, at least they released them for free. They're free, Jack. So it's okay. Um, I mean, I I've been debating like. Do I hate myself enough to force don't. myself to hate listen? No, you don't. You don't. But no. so things that did happen this week, um, one of the smaller uh, political LLCs lost a member of their their council um, officially. And uh, <laughs> um, they published a new list. I saw the list. It was a lot shorter. I was like, damn. Uh, and then... Um, I guess did they finally did, did we figure out what's going on with with fake and gay op season? Uh, did they kick Boner Face out or what's going on there? Uh, as far as I know, he's out. Uh, I listened to the the trial part two. Was that last night? Yeah, last night. And uh, from like the get go, uh, it, it was basically all just like, yeah, fuck, bo- fuck Bone Face, fuck this guy. Like he's a lying piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, nah, I, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, we have um, you know, we have we have our update. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope he, I hope he cleaned up around his television. Is all I have to say, or his monitor, or whatever. <laughs> Enhance. 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 I mean, when you're so high, 
<laughs> that you forget that you left some in the needle. Oh, dude. I, I want to say it happens to the best of okay, us. Okay, so I, I want to go back and talk about that for a second. So, um, no, we don't believe Laura Loomer. No, we don't believe Boner Face is a CIA operative. No, we don't believe any of that crap. We believe he is a scumbag who's been arrested for meth like six times, and he would sell whatever information he could to any cop he could to get 20 bucks to buy a teener. So. Mm-hmm. That is that is what I have have ascertained from this entire scenario with this guy, and uh, Hammer bought into it because he's a dumbass, uh, and maybe the other retards had something to do with it. But I, I think I think Hammer honestly thought he was gonna do like you know oh, well, we're not gonna have any guns so like you know we can do say we can fuck off like do First Amendment shit, but then then this guy is like yeah. It, this guy just shat all over his thing. He needs to go away. They both need to go away and never come back. So. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, is Boneface like, because like the whole hammer thing just alone was bad enough ish. Like, did Boneface come in to just like, I don't know, like uneven the scales make it seem like, <laughs> wow, Hammer's a totally rational and sane person. This yeah. guy is totally normal. Yeah. And then, well, you know, until the, until the, my wife can fuck whoever she wants videos came out. Yeah. <laughs> these are the these are Wait, the people are these are the people about Jack Murphy. No. <laughs> Might as well you have know, been. I saw I saw someone, my friend, he loves a good dumpster fire. He sent me the fucking screenshots from that gay porn website he was posting on under the username Big Bad Beard. I'm yeah, like, what in the absolute uh, shit? That's so <laughs> disgusting. Guy and disturbing. Been on fucking Jim Pool for three years. No, yeah, that guy that I mean that was no, a different guy. No, this is um this is the leader of what is known as the Blood Tribe, a uh, a very cartoonish group of cartoon uh, Hollywood type Nazi neo neon Nazi group. Uh, they walk around in red shirts with big black swastikas and skull oh, masks. Oh, that's the guy who has that cinder blocks uh, fucking sized swastika around his neck. That guy. The guys who glow in the dark. They well, they yeah, they, clearly they have to. I mean, like these guys don't. Oh. You, don't you don't just do that and get away with it in Florida. You know, no, 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 no. Yeah. not not considering how DeSantis feels about right, and out. then oh, they have the buddy John Menadeo. Yeah, John Menadeo, handsome truth, who's there with them, dude. If that oh, guy, that, like, that dude, looks gayer every time I, I see him, I do not trust him. No, I don't. I, I don't. No, no, no. I mean, why would you trust a gay Hispanic Jew? Oh <laughs> uh, well, who is? I, I, I guess I, I do not. I definitely do. Not. I don't trust. I had, to, I had to red pill a few of my friends. They're like, "Dude, let's go on Goyim TV and change the world." I'm like, eh, "I might want to think about that." I, I don't want to go on anything called Goyim TV. It sounds really gay. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, let's go on cattle television. Let's let's yeah. go. I I like Dogbot has said many times. Stop using the terminology of the enemy that they use for us. Stop it. Yeah, don't call your children kids. That's uh, that, that's a word for young livestock. Don't do that. Don't do any of that shit. Well, I mean, that's different. But yeah, I, I get that. But like the goyim is like specifically a derogatory term for the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Ari Shafir, his, uh, his, his, stand, his last stand-up, Ari Shafir, Jew, was the name of his stand-up oh, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. He even said, oh, it's my favorite derogatory term. 
It's my favorite. Yeah, it's my of all the derogatory yeah, terms. My favorite is goy because it's like this. It's like you know, it's like Jews are like one percent of the world, and then it's ninety nine different shades of goy. It's like the way the way that he says it with such like disgust and contempt. It was almost as bad as when um, Jonathan Greenblatt said Christian the other day when he was talking about when he was when he was talking about um, how the poor ADL is getting oh god the poor the poor ADL they're just a little nonprofit from New York they don't really do anything important really you know they're just a small nonprofit you know and these Christians came after us like whoa like literally you could see the Satan in his eyes Jack see if you can find that clip oh, you just set all of the gas on fire that's yeah. ridiculous like he, like when he he's the, the way he said it like he was like oh all cringy and like oh the poor Jew the poor Jew and then and then, and then when he said the word Christian, there was like this flame in his eyes and it's like this repulsive, revulsive look on his face. It was really disturbing. But again, Jonathan Greenblatt is the, um, oh, what phenotype is he? Uh, he's the um, the goblin phenotype, right? What, like Ron Perlman? Or? Ron Perlman is the troll. Ron Perlman's a golem, sorry. He's the troll. Yeah, he's the troll phenotype. He's more, uh, Greenblatt's not quite an, like, like the hawk like a Larry, like Larry Silverstein and Barbara Streisand are like straight up like hawk faced Jews. Jack, that's three times we've named the Jew in the first. Uh, how are we going here? First, how many minutes? Uh, shit, good question. Uh, like twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah, just under. Yeah, just under. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of Jew naming for the paranormies, you know. There's no such thing as too much Jew naming. <laughs> it's a joke. Is that we don't name the joke? The the meme is that we don't name the Jew. So someone I saw, I forget whose show it was, they they kept mentioning the Hindus in a derogatory term. It took me like five minutes. I'm like, oh, they mean the Jews. Oh, I, you, I've, you never heard them. I've never heard platform. them as a Hindu. Yeah, well. well, it was it was kind of a slick move, I guess. Hmm. Those damn Hindus and their, their small hats and they run the banking system. Like, the fuck are they talking? Oh, right. I guess. Uh, Hind- oh, well, yeah. Well, you got to understand that... Um, the Jews are in India as well. I mean, the Jews are at the top levels of of all of these brown peoples. Everyone, everyone, yeah. Uh, you've got. Well, let me just think about it. Like you know, oh, the Chinese aren't Jewish. They just really, um, they just really like you know the Jews. They just basically worship the Jews. What the hell? Whoops, I didn't mean that. Um, they basically, yeah, they basically just me. worship Jews. I'm like, no, the Kaifeng are actually genetically Jewish, you know, or whatever they're supposed to be, Ashkenazi or whatever their their lineages. Discussion the other day, the, the Jews have married into the ruling families of every nation on earth, exactly. including the Chinese. Exactly, exactly, including the Chinese. It's been done for a very long time. Anybody who thinks otherwise is lying or stupid. I mean, there are books written about the Jews that surrounded Mao. You know, and if you think India is any different after the British and the Anglo's and the Jews were there for ever, eternal you know, Anglo. Yeah, I've started calling the British Empire the Jewish Empire. It, it is. What it What's was. the difference? It, it, it what mean was is it is you no. Know, they the, have owned the British crown and the and the entire empire mm-hmm. for forever, pretty much. Yeah, and like I said, it's like they just you know they've they've already won the game of risk. Now they just keep moving the different colors around the board. They've already won the chess game. They're just clearing off a few pawns. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Um, so, uh, that's nine eleven. What else? What else happened? There was um, there's some other nine eleven stuff that I mean, besides the you know obvious obvious twenty second anniversary of the World Trade Center incident. Um, and do you think that? I mean, you can you can post all of the things. Like you can post all of the things uh all the all the simon shack documentaries all the photographic evidence all the the nist reports that are just doctored all the bullshit testimonies all the fake video stuff you can post all that stuff you can show everybody all of these things and nothing happens nothing ever happens you know what i mean this whole like leading horses to water and you know you can't make them drink but i mean how how much truth do people really need to see before they start, you know, I mean, oh, everybody's, everybody's posting all this stuff. Everybody knows all this stuff about 9-11, right? Now, Dancing Israelis was real popular this year. You guys catch that? <laughs> Just now figured that out. Well, yeah, the normies are like, what, like 12 years behind, 15 years behind people on this? Um, yeah, they probably still think the earth is round. A lot of them do, unfortunately, a lot of them do. But... Yeah. Um, they're they're just not coming around on on this stuff fast enough. I, I don't think is what's happening. And I mean, in, in the West, I, I think the West is. I'm pretty sure the West is toast. Like at this point, like looking around at the major cities in the United States, they don't have to nuke us. Like we did that shit from the inside. Dude, have you seen Philadelphia? It looks like a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah, San Francisco, like same they way. They got people shooting up that American crocodile. Like yeah. people's heads are rotting off their shoulders. I, yes. I I have seen some shit in my day. I've been in the room while several people have died, yeah. and like holy shit, like I this is a, this is absurd. The <laughs> yeah. carnage, dude. Jesus Christ. Yep, I, it's it's terrible, man. San Francisco's worse. It's been like that for a long time. Um, all major cities are like that. You know, it's a cancer that's metastasized throughout the entire country. And, um, you know, one exit down the road, one exit down the road isn't going to get you away from all that. You know, um, something's got to be done. But but like I said, so the, the infrastructure and, and, and not just the cities, but the infrastructure is collapsing as well. Uh, you, you know, bridges, uh, you got train trestles that are held together with chains. You know, again, we talk about all the time the the railroads. Uh, the rail cars derailing three average of three of them a day, you know? Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, like think about this, who maintains the equipment that maintains all this big shit, like buildings and bridges and all this. It's old white guys, right? It's all white guys. Really? The occasional black dude. So did, did you ever, um, KD rebel by David Lane, his prediction for the future was spot on as the white population starts to drop in terms of percentage, the infrastructure, you know, critical infrastructure will start to fail. Oh, absolutely. We won't have yeah. anyone with a high enough IQ to manage the electrical grid. The sewage system will break down. Public transit will, I, I guess, get worse. It's I already mean, terrible. How, how much bad, how much worse can it really get? But just yeah. look at, you can look at South Africa. You can look at South Africa and see what happens. Exactly. Uh, well, South Africa has, has more blacks. But well, for now, for now, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think per capita, I think doesn't South Africa have a higher black population per capita than the United States? Mm-hmm. Mm. You would think so. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, they're North Africans, not South Africans. Right. They're so they're actual. They're they have they're an immigrant actual. problem too. I guess. They right. They they have a migrant problem from their own continent. You know those 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 Zulus and whatever they came from. You know a few hundred miles north. You know I've uh, that guy Jan Lamprecht. I'm a I'm a big fan of his. I think I might have communicated with him through email once, though I don't remember. I've got a long list of people who I've who I've spoken to. I've been on. I think this is the maybe the fifth podcast I've been on. Okay, talking about uh, talking about different things, but. He does very, very good deep dives on, on especially like the history of the war in South Africa. I've got no less than thirteen hours of his content on my hard drive for like to preserve for future generations, mostly my children. Yeah, he's uh, got a lot of good stuff. He, I, we've been friends with you for a while. His narration is good too. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we did the Hollow Earth series uh, back in season three. Yeah, I think it was season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was season three. That mm. that that shit was good. That oh. was great. Yeah. Um, and I haven't spoken to him in a while. I should I should ring him up. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say really quick. Now one of the, well one of the reasons that my wife and I enjoy your show so much, and again. I've been on several different podcasts. None of these people are capable of changing their beliefs or what they say if they encounter new information. Now, in season two, again, I was in the same boat. You know, you. I remember someone brought up the flat Earth, and you're like, "No, that's crazy." But well, we were you, know, you make you make us feel less crazy when you can look at actual like information and you know change your. Change your beliefs a little bit. Absolutely. Um, we mostly were anti-flat Earth at that time because of uh, Sinead from Renegade, pretty much. I mean, honestly, it was it was it was pretty much just because it was like a no no girls kind of a thing, you know, like no Sinead. Oh, would you, guys, yeah. would you guys like to have Eric Dubay on? I'm I'm friends with him. I love to have Eric Dubay on. We've had a friend of ours trying to get him on for a while. Uh, if you have, you can nudge him as well. That'd be cool. I'd like to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, Eric. absolutely. Great. He's, Eric's uh, great. I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook. We communicate all the time. He's, he's a great guy. Cool. Awesome. He's a great person. The ex- I've heard. The I've heard from. Theater. I've heard from another one of his friends the exact same thing. So that's awesome. Yeah, sure. Put in a word. I'd love to have Eric on. Eric, if you listen, absolutely. Or if I'll, I'll do my best. Right on. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things back in season two. We didn't. Uh, we didn't really believe the flat Earth. We had. We had. Well, I mean, the first season, um, we had guys who were complete space cucks like uh we even had the show hijacked that one time and uh hazard did his his space episode which disappeared and i don't have a copy of that i really wish i did that there's one that people have asked for because it's like space autism you know which is whatever considering it's all fake gay but the amount uh, it just it goes to show you the amount of um, trickery and mind control that these wizards and alchemists at NASA and in our government have done to people, you know? Well, in school, the fact that the Earth is round, that's one of the first things that you're taught. And you're immediately, during this lesson, you're taught to mock, belittle, and feel contempt for anyone who, for anyone who doubts it. You know, it's uh, the the round earth. It's the introduction to movies that you watch. It's mentioned in 
in every single bit of fiction, when you give up on the round earth and, you know, embrace the truth, you, you not only do you have to give up your belief in space travel and stop watching the TV, you also have to give up all of your fiction. You know, I explained, I, t- I talked to someone about this. He's like, no, I can't give up Star Trek and Futurama. I'm like, I mean, it's not real it's TV. Like, why are you so attached? Like, they, they, right. they endear this stuff to you very thoroughly in your soul. And most people aren't willing to kill that part of themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, it's the indoctrination that starts very, very early. I mean, even Sesame Street. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and earlier. So from the very first time you come home and you're with your child and you put them in the crib and you have the little, um, oh, what the hell is that thing called that spins around in the kid over the, over the kid, the, um, that is carousel. Uh, little carousel thing. What well, there's an actual name for it. I forgot what it's called. Uh, but what is it usually? It's like the moon, right? You know, Stars, the moon, yeah, the, yeah. the planets. Yep. Well, not necessarily Galaxy. planets, but yeah, but like the moon and stars a lot of times. So yeah, or you'll get the, or you'll have the the little um little stuffed unicorn that does a little projection out of its belly and it you know stars and stuff on this on the shooting stars and other stars and stuff and moon up on the ceiling. Well, you know, so your kid yep. can sleep. Yep. So from the time they're born, they have this projected into their head. So, well, but when you say moon, you mean that big ball of cheese that Freemasons played golf on, right? That right, one, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I, I said the other day, uh, what was it two weeks ago? That big blue moon that they had the other morning, uh, it was huge, right? And we're all standing out in front of work and watching it. And everybody's like, that's so cool, it's, oh, it's so cool, it's so pretty. I was like, that's very pretty. Has anybody ever stopped to think that that's just a big rock sitting there? How? Oh, oh, how? No, I mean, obviously, I don't believe this, but I'm asking, like, normies this, right? It's like, no, they really stop thinking, like, what the fuck is that rock? How? Why? Like, what's up with that rock right there? Like, that rock. That rock. All, only that rock, right, is up in the sky. No so other rocks. I have, I have a moon tail yeah. for, uh, for you because the, uh, like, I witnessed the eclipse in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was homeless at the time, so I was hanging out at this bar all day, so I had all fucking day to just stare at the sky. And so... I'm looking up, and the the black disc is occulting the sun. And I'm like, huh. And I take off the glasses. I'm looking elsewhere, and and I point to the guy next to me. I'm like, what's that? You know, off to the right. He's like, that's the moon. I'm like, then what's in front of the sun? And the guy looks at the eclipse, looks at the moon, back at the eclipse, back at the moon. He did this like 12 times. He goes, I have no fucking idea. And that has led me to believe that obviously the, the, the moon is not eclipsing the sun. You could see both of them in the sky separately. I've never heard a convincing explanation for how that would work. I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's entertaining, but but now if there's a black body that can occult the sun, there must also be something that can occult the moon. And I I, I don't know how to. This is a really hard thing to get into and actually gather information on myself, other than nebulous research that I really couldn't couldn't put a whole lot of weight behind. My wife and I went to Texas on vacation, and we arrived. I was like, uh, it was northeast Texas. We arrived at about 10 p.m., and we're pulling up the hotel. We're stopped at a stoplight, and my my, I was in the passenger seat, just 
messing around on my phone. I look up at the sky. I touch my wife. I'm like, what the fuck is that? She's like, what? I'm like, look at that. She looks at the moon. She goes, what the fuck is that? And so it was one of those bright nights where the sky was like a, like an illuminated blue and the moon was up there. It was a, and it appeared like you could see, you could clearly see the outline of a large black disc that was obstructing most of the moon. The, the sky was bright enough that the disc did not just appear to be the night sky. So I could clearly see a very large black disc in front of the moon. I wanted to pull off and start screaming at people, do you fucking see this? So we went to the hotel, and she's like, okay, we're not going to talk. We're each just going to draw a picture of what we saw. And I saw the night sky brightly lit with the black disc in front of the moon, and she saw the night sky brightly lit with a large black cylinder in front of the moon. And I've never had an experience like that yet. I'm from the northeast around the Ohio area, so the angle from which I view the moon over here is a lot more of an oblique angle. Well, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Ohio isn't really the Northeast. It's, just, that's, it's the Midwest. It's the, Ohio is like oh, right in the middle. It's the middle. Yeah, no, I'm from the, I'm from the Northeast. Jack is from the Northeast. Jack is from... I'm more, North, I'm more Northeast than you were Northeast. Not when I was in Maine. I lived in Maine for a while. All right, that's not fair. My mom's family, yeah, my mom's family from <laughs> is from like as most Northeast as you possibly can be. Aroostook County, Maine. Like, my my favorite thing from the uh, earlier seasons, I I will never forget the story about uh the moose. Oh, my brother getting run over by the moose. Yeah, that's that's what? like that's, yeah. My brother, we were uh ten, eleven, eleven and twelve, ten, eleven, eleven and twelve. I don't remember. We we had moved to Maine, and my mom wanted to return to I don't know whatever. That's where my mom's family's from, upstate Maine. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, you know, we had grown up in Connecticut in the suburbs and uh you know we had seen wildlife on you know mutual of omaha's wild kingdom and stuff like you know because the national geographic channel hadn't been invented yet cable wasn't even invented at the time this is how this is how old i am and uh so we moved to maine we had like a hundred acres of woods and it's springtime and my mom's like well you know you guys are gonna go out in the woods and play around in the woods and we were gonna go fishing in the trout stream there and i was like well it's springtime animals have babies be careful there might be you know some baby animals with their moms and the moms you know might be protective so be careful Mommy moose. yeah there was a mother moose and a, there was a cow and a calf and our dogs there's like we had like six or seven fucking dogs and because my mom is an animal collector uh still Gross. And whatever. No, she just my mom just like has this thing where like stray dogs, she takes them all in. She'll have like five, six, seven dogs at a time and at any given time. Uh so we had all these dogs and they had this calf moose pinned like to a tree between a bush and a tree or whatever, and the mother was trying to get get you know, get the dogs away from it, and the dogs were just going nuts. And my brother was like throwing rocks at the moose and stuff. It was pretty bad. I grabbed the two uh, little expensive dogs that my mother and my stepfather were uh, breeding and going to make a million dollars selling these dogs. It, it never happened. But um, I grabbed the two expensive dogs and ran back to the house. And uh, my, I guess my brother tried to run back and uh, the dogs went with him and the moose chased the dogs and ran my brother over. <laughs> I mean, it sounds funny now. I mean, he's fine. You know, he's got four daughters. He's married. He's doing well. Uh, 
but you know, we thought he was dead. So well, I'm sure it was horrifying at the time. Oh yeah, I've never been mauled by a moose, but I'm sure it's maul- he got like it wasn't really going for him. It was the moose was chasing the dogs. So I'm trying to remember exactly, like word for word, how you said it, but uh, it never left my head. Basically, it was just like, yeah, the the, the uh, moose's skull is so fucking thick, and the thing's so retarded. You could shoot it in the head, and it would be just like still charge at you not oh. know that it got shot in the head dude no this is absolute fact you can shoot a moose in the head and with the 44 magnum it will go through the moose's brain and it'll take the moose five seven minutes before it realizes oh i should probably lie down now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if if it even goes through the skull because moose skulls yeah. are pretty damn thick uh yeah they are quite possibly the dumbest animal on earth too like as far as like actual iq um pretty fucking stupid we, we we won't count the koala because they are quite literally smooth brain retards well koala, yeah they're also drug addicts so yeah 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 they, they don't count yes plus you know implying australia is real the, isn't the koala like the smaller cousin of the drop bear it is and which are the, which are terrifying by the way but um <laughs> but yeah drop they, the drop bear <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! Yeah, when we went to Phony Australia, uh, that was that was fun. I mean, they had a whole lot of they had a lot of good actors, dude. Because these people's accents got better when they were drunk. Like they did better Australian accents the drunker they got. I've got like seven friends who claim they're from Australia. I keep trying to explain to them that they're actually British agents who are kept in like a permanent DMT trip. It's <laughs> like guided by spiritual wizards or something. They don't like, understand. No. Like, they don't you understand. Ever seen a kangaroo? It's a ridiculous animal. No, it's Absolutely. just a deer that went to prison. You know, worked out. That's it. That's all oh that. my That's wait! Uh, so I, I don't like Owen Benjamin. He's too cushy with the Jews, but of course he's a comedian. He's but he has like a really good Jewish. bit on pandas, and I think he convinced me. Pandas are bullshit. He's biting off me again. I, Jack, how long have I been saying pandas are fake? Ah, uh, shit. As long as I know. Ask my son. He'll tell you. He's like, dude, really? Dude, they're always performing. Like, have you ever seen a bear climb a tree? Black bears and grizzlies will shoot up a tree like it's not even there. Mm-hmm. Their muscle fiber is like 15 times denser than a man's. Right. Panda bears climb trees like people. When they fall, they fall like people. Like, no, there's no way that that animal, it supposedly shares its environment with tigers. This is absurd. There's no fucking way that that, that thing, like, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with I, the, the whole midgets in suits. We went, we, went to, we went to the zoo in China when I was in the Navy. Uh-huh. We stood there. One of the guys stayed there because he didn't really care. He wanted to see this thing move. And he stayed there for most of the day. He said it didn't even blink. We we came back like seven or eight times, and like, like this thing was just it just sat there. Was on vacation. No, it was literally just a lump. Like it literally did not move. I have pictures of it from several different angles. Like it doesn't. I don't think they're real either. I've been saying this for real, and this was in two thousand and two. So I've been saying it for a lot longer than Owen Benjamin. Well, dude, I started putting research into this because his argument was sound. And I watched this panda documentary, and it was it was uh, there was some panda sanctuary in uh, 
in China. They were trying mm. to get them to breed. Right. And the sound, the sound design from that video made me really suspicious because either they were dubbing in sounds or pandas are capable of barking, squeaking, cooing, roaring, all these different contradictory sounds that most animals can't make all of. Right. I'm like, no, this, the, 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 so the sound is clearly fake. No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that they're real either. What is a? What is? What exactly is Owen's take? Why? What is his main gotcha? Why they're fake? Um. Well, I, I, first, it kind of kind of started off as kind of a comedy routine. Mm-hmm. Um. So now the nutritional content of bamboo is effectively zero. It's wood, right? right. And right, you make floors out of it. You, you, make, you make floors out of it. Right. Now, on that documentary I saw, it just said, one day, they're the panda evolved from a normal carnivorous bear, and one day it started eating bamboo. And the the narrator said that with a straight face and no further explanation, which is absurd. You know? Just transition from meat to wood, one day. So their diet is very unlikely. Like, they, they have to dump hundreds of millions of dollars into breeding a panda once. So it's like the U.S. government designed the fucking animal. Mm. Well, like it, Chinese, but yes. Yeah, well, it's same deal. All the governments of the world are clearly owned by the same people. But I'll, I'll move on to that in a minute. Now, so it was the bamboo. It was the amount of money wasted on them. It was general distrust of Xi Jinping Ding and, uh, and China. You know, it uh, now up until... It was in the 1900s, I believe, early 1900s, that someone just inexplicably discovered the panda in right. China, the old, one of the oldest nations ever. You know, like well, there should be writings from thousands of years ago talking about pandas. Right, right. I mean, you know, you would think you, you would think it would be one of the original Wu Tang Kung Fu styles as well, right? I mean, it didn't have to make what, one up. Panda Kung Fu. I'm, yeah, right. Exactly. That's why Kung Fu panda, panda bears ain't nothing to fuck with. All right. Right. I refuse to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, my kid liked it when he was a kid. It's 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 whatever. I hate Jack Black, but like I can tolerate him as Kung Fu Panda. It's fine. Um, well, it's but no. But here's movie. the thing. Okay, so gorillas, low gorillas were not discovered until like 1889, right? Mm-hmm. And Africa's a big place. And nobody wrote down shit in Africa, right? So it's, but, but the Africans were probably telling us about the gorillas, but we didn't speak Ubuntu, right? But right, nobody's, but nobody, nobody in China ever mentioned a panda ever until was what did you say nineteen what? Uh, I believe it was it was either it was somewhere between nineteen or eighteen ninety and okay. like ni- nineteen thirty somewhere in there, which makes. Well, which makes sense. But it goes along. Should have happened thousands of years. Well, yeah, I mean, as slow as they are, and that's you know, that's that's something that I had never thought of that they do share a habitat with tigers. Uh, you would think they would be higher up on the food chain, uh, higher up on the on the uh, not on the food chain, but lower on the food chain, tigers higher up are on the, the most capable land predators to ever exist. Right. Exactly, and there's no way. That's the thing. If if tigers and pandas live in the same area, there shouldn't be pandas. Is the, the no, thing. because they're they not. Should all the, have been eaten. Right all now, now mountain lions and grizzly bears, mountain lions and black bears can coexist because a mountain lion is not going to fuck with a black bear because a black bear will fuck up a mountain lion. A panda doesn't seem to be like that. Thing, they that thing couldn't fight its way out of a wet paper bag. 
they don't they don't seem to be they don't seem to be well besides not being real let's just let's just suspend the disbelief for a minute and say that they're real okay they're real um how if evolution how panda right like, how is this how is this the fittest how is this the fittest that survived it doesn't mate in captivity they apparently don't mate in the wild so how did they make it this long through evolution you know I don't, it's the fittest to catch these fucking hands <laughs> completely nonsensic by their own rules mm-hmm by their own by yes by their own evolutionary rules pandas should not exist neither should sloths for that matter a lot of animals if evolution well, like how does the sloth exist like there are predators so what is a sloth just taste that gross that nothing eats sloth ever they do have a very pungent odor they, they hang do. in trees their camouflage is second to none sure most predators hunt by sight and smell and it looks like it basically looks like a moss covered lump. Smells yeah, like one. Moss co- yeah, I get it. I get it. I get. It. I guess I get it. The camouflage in there. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Animals but, just know inherently that it, that eating one of those is just a dead it's bad scent. for you. Yeah, it's bad for Ugh, you. Gross. Also, also, like once you, once it gives you that look, you're like, I can't eat you. Look at your face. Look at this <laughs> face. I can't eat you. Yeah. So they get away. They give you that. You know the sloth smile. You know the one. <laughs> so it's yeah, too retarded to eat. I, it's just yeah. like I feel all right, bad. all right. I take that one back. All right, I take that one back. A sloth. All right, you did. You convinced me that uh, that evolution could have produced a sloth. I suppose uh, we're we're anti-evolution here, though. Still, so my 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 reason. Uh, I had this discussion a few months ago. Someone. Someone like someone's like, I'm going to bring my wife on. She'll convince you of evolution. I'm like, dude, I'm a science major. I've read no less than 15 books on it. I used to buy it wholeheartedly until I discovered that everything was a lie. Mm. But n- no one's been able to explain the bat. She's like, well, what do you mean the bat? Yeah, that's I said, clearly one. it shares a common ancestor with some kind of ground wound. And how could an intermediate form with large distended forelimbs and hollow, fragile bones that is not quite small enough to fly, but, you know, too, too, like, too weird looking to survive on the ground. How could nature have possibly favored that? Right. That's it. Again, yeah, nature could favor. Well, I mean, I, we can go back to the sloth. Like, what? Just one day, it's like, I'm just not going to move for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. That's, well, that's like evolutionary tactics of like a lot of snakes, too. Like the Gaboon Viper moves like once every six weeks, so it eats, and then it doesn't move again for six weeks. Oh, yes. I, I actually keep snakes as pets. I, I used to. I used to. My son wants My son wants to keep snakes. Venomous. Get him a ball python. Ball python is yeah. the worst. My ball- brother had a ball python until, I don't know, I think it was back in June this year. Uh, he let he, he let it outside, and uh, outside. a fucking possum ate it. Okay. For, oh, for, okay that's bad. Uh, first of all, right? ball, pythons, ball pythons are the absolute worst snakes to keep if you want to keep snakes. I, ha- I had ball pythons. They suck. They will eventually decide. You, you will never be able to get their habitat correct and they will eventually decide that this place isn't cool enough to eat any of this anymore and, and, and they will stop eating and you'll have to start giving um, them you have to start giving them like B12 injections to get them to start eating again. 
I've never had that experience. I've been keeping reptiles since I was a teenager. Me my, too. My ball pythons are very, very robust. Really? But you have to be kind of picky about the ones that you get. No. A random ball python from the pet store, typically they come with numerous health ailments. But Yeah, I've always had issues know. with ball pythons. I just tend to stay away from them. I was more of a well, – I had a Burmese, I had a Burmese that I ended up giving to the Green oh, Zoo. I was, want one of those. Yeah. My mom was like, all right, eight feet's enough. Get it out of the house. <laughs> I had a I had a, a boa constrictor named Maynard. He was about seven and a half, maybe eight feet long. The thing was like a dragon, monster snake. <laughs> we had a uh, I had a we had uh, my roommate and I a while back, long long time ago, had an iguana. If it still had its tail, it would have been almost seven feet long. But she got her Those tail broken off. Yeah, so the the bigger they are, the meaner they get. And this thing didn't have a the tail would whip you with it was like a, it was like a foot long club, right? And, mm-hmm. and he'd climb up on the back of the couch. He'd be like, "Where the fuck's the where, where the hell's the all right?" There's the lizard over there. And you'd be sitting there watching TV, and you'd look in the and it was gone. You're like, "Oh shit! All right, where'd it go?" And you'd catch the tail like in the back of your head or in your shoulder. Whack! It just come across the other side of the couch and hit you for no reason. I hated that thing. I had an iguana as a child, and I realized immediately that that was a bad decision. I, I changed over to snakes sometime later. Like they, they, it's too much maintenance. They like the, the iguanas poop every day, and it's the size of their leg. It'll stink up the whole house. My snake takes a shit once a month. Yeah. I can leave town for seven weeks, and he won't even notice. I prefer the snakes. Yeah, very I low mean, maintenance pet. They are they're low maintenance pets, but when they do when they do go, oof. But um, <laughs> I I just remember uh, my brother had to put like two, what was it, forty pound dumbbells on the top of the cage, so he would just stop escaping from the cage. Yeah, you got oh, yeah. you got to make your ship. You got to make your ship escape proof. I this uh, speaking of uh, I, I knew this breeder. I used to get my rats from him when I had the two large boas. Because he was the only person I could get live quadruple XL rats from. <laughs> and he had a male boa constrictor for his breeding program. I tried to talk him into bringing this thing into Guinness to be registered as the world record largest male boa constrictor. This thing was gigantic. And he it took a shit once before I came over. I've never seen a turd so big in my life. It was like oh, a wow. tree. All the right, snake was right, so right, big, right. it struck the, uh, it was a quarter inch plate glass and broke it with its mouth. Dang. Oh, shit. That's pretty strong. I'm like, good God. Um, yeah, I had, I had, I had all kinds of reptiles growing up. I had chameleons. Um, I like chameleons. Chameleons are cool. They're like little tiny, huh. they're like little tiny well, we things with dinosaurs or I had, I had a, a pair of Jackson's chameleons. Those are awesome. We had a veiled chameleon. Yeah. Angry. Angry but cute. Really? I used to have leopard geckos not, when I was a little kid. I don't kid. think they're angry. I think that's just how they look. They just always look irritated. They're awesome, though. It, every time I touched it, it opened up its mouth and hissed at me. That's yeah. not a sign of affection. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just got to hiss back. Yeah. Well, I got I got mine. I got mine when they were babies. That helps. <clears throat> We would just put it on the curtain, and it would climb up to the top and just stay, sit up there and stare down at us disapprovingly. Mm-hmm. One time, we actually forgot that he was up there for like three days. My wife's like, where's the chameleon? I'm like, oh, shit, he's still up there. He was not happy. 
They used to sit on my. I like wear a baseball cap, and they'd sit on the broom of my hat. Oh, yeah, I'd walk around with them. Yeah, they were cool. I had to get rid. I moved into an apartment with a bunch of guys. I was like, now nah, these things are going to end up getting killed. So I gave them to a buddy who owns owned an exotic animal store. I think they make exceptionally good pets if you can handle their care. Mm-hmm. They don't run away. They're not. They're angry, but they're not aggressive, and they're they can't hurt you like a large snake or a lizard can. They they make. If you can handle their care, which can be tricky, they make good pets. Yeah, they need I they think. need they need exceptional humidity. They need their oh, temperature. Yeah. They need their temperature to be very perfect. You know, they need uh they need they need all that. But but yeah, if you can get them get them straight, they're good. They're good pets. They they can't run away. They're so slow. No. <laughs> you ever see one try I to run? It's so cute, dude. They, they, well, they just kind of like bumble along like an inchworm. Like, <laughs> I can't move any faster. And the <laughs> eyes. You got to love the eyes. The, the oh, one, those, one eye going one way, one eye going the other way. It's great. But anyways, it's yes. So um, how do we get on the snakes? How do we end up on snakes? Uh, uh, evolution. Evolution. Right, yeah, that's right. Okay. Evolution. Yeah. This Nationalist Inquirer, where we talk about evolution. Um, Steel, you mm-hmm. actually, uh, what time is it? How far are we in the show? 9.20. All right, we'll 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 talk about a couple other things. Then when we come back from break, you've got a bunch of really cool stuff to show us later. Oh yes. Yes. Well, the stuff I have to show is interesting, but I I have a bit more to build off of. Okay. You know. Cool. Excellent. All right. Cool. Um. But yeah, we'll get to, we'll do that after the break. Um. But. Um, yes, it was trampled, Ben. Sorry, I haven't looked at the chat in a minute. I'm checking out the chat real fast. Uh, ben donated a pair of shades. Thank you, Ben. And um, remember, you guys can you guys can all donate at Pilled. You can donate on Odyssey. And you can donate on D Live. We appreciate all of your donations. They go towards keeping all of these services going, so we can hang out and talk to people online, and you guys can hang out with us on our Internet Friend Simulator that is our podcast. <laughs> I would be interested in getting a T-shirt if you guys still do those, dude. We're gonna do shirts. I promise. Uh, Greg Arcade is uh, at national n a t i o n v l dot com is handling our uh, merchandise right now. Uh, right now we have just the Paranormies Sasquatch hat, but we will be doing shirts again there very soon. I promise. And we're gonna be doing classic shirts plus some new designs. Is that the skull with the sunglasses in front of the sauna rad? We will with the d- everything is fake and gay seal because that's what I want. I know we've the last run of those came out so bad that I kind of want to do it again because the first run of those were so good. Jack, did you get an OG one? Uh, where uh, yeah, uh, I have the bad print version one. No, oh, I meant one the one. I meant the OG, the good one from oh the back. oh uh like the purple one. I have a purple and a black one, yeah. I want a purple one. I wish I had a purple Good one. Good luck. You know what I love to see? Remember when remember when those uh when all those other chats used to exist on Telegram and people that would talk shit about our show would be like, dude, I still have this shirt though. This shirt is so cool. <laughs> it is, it really is. Uh the guy that made that design for our shirt made a design for uh one of those other shows and it was totally not i mean it was basically the exact same design but with like 
stuff they would have on their show and it didn't come out as good as paranormal stuff because if you take if you take a random sampling of things that we talk about just different subjects right just and and associate a picture with each, with each of those subjects and you put those around a central picture it's going to look very cool because all of our all the stuff we talk about is it's pretty cool shit right this these people's it wasn't quite so much it looked like it looked like somebody dumped the junk drawer out on a shirt so anyway we will have some very cool shirts i don't know why i went into that but anyways we will have some very cool shirts eventually when greg figures out how to do the shirt thing i guess we're trying to do it ourselves so where we own the 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 you know all of the means of production right um or at least somebody we know very 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 well owns the means of production so that way we don't have a lot of middle stuff going on and it's kind of hard to do you know the stuff's not easy and it's not cheap but anyway. well you you don't want a situation like what happened like when like a someone creates a logo and then then the people experience success and then there's a huge legal battle as to who gets to own it. You don't want that. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No. Um, so let see evolution before that. We were talking about flat earth. We actually talked about flat earth a little bit for a second. Um, yeah. So season two, we weren't so much flat earth. And then as we went on and went on and, new things were brought to light and we did our own experimentation and realized that either a, the earth is a lot bigger than they say it is, or B it is flat. So, you know, I had a conversation with someone. He mentioned the proof that he brought up. I'm I'm sorry. I still haven't quite grown past arguing with retards and normies. He's like, no, the world is round. They had uh, there's a salt flat. that's a hundred miles across and it curves by one foot. And I did the math. I'm like, that would put the Earth in as a sphere at 52 million miles in diameter. And he just goes, well, maybe it is. Like, don't be retarded. I mean, that's there is the theory that we are on a small section on a much, much larger, you know, sphere. Well, there's no evidence for that yeah, whatsoever. Like, you, you can't even use the appeal to the sky fallacy to back that. <laughs> that's just the last Hail Mary. People don't even concede that the Earth might be a sphere millions of times larger than they say it is until I until until all of their arguments fall flat and I'm winning. And they're like, well, maybe it's just so big it appears flat. I'm like, you lost. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like that argument either. It doesn't it doesn't really work. Um, it's absurd. Yeah, we're, you know, I don't argue with with retards and normies about that anymore. I uh, just call them retarded normies. Yeah, just bullying at this point. Like you know, pull out the NASA. Out of my pockets, Adam. <laughs> pull out the NASA. They pull out the NASA stuff. They pull out this, that, the, the Coriolis. I was we had we had a we had a what, what was it was it a ten year sniper, Jack in our chat? Yeah. A 10-year sniper going to tell me about Coriolis. Oh, really? Go ahead. Tell me about how you shoot differently at the equator than you do, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Explain to me the uh, equations you use to, to, you know, like, uh, what, what, what? um, You'd have to know your exact latitude, your exact longitude, the exact angle you're firing from, your elevation, 
the amount of complexity that this would add to long range, you know, accuracy right, right. that that would this would be absolutely bullshit. Hey, absurd. Steal your cameras on you. and you're like spinning around the room, bud. Oh, sorry. It's so okay. I, I know people who are in the seals like, no, Coriolis effect isn't taken into an account in anything. No, it's mentioned. Never taught. Yeah, there's no, there's no yeah, there's no there's no teaching of it. I've seen I, I saw a woman. This was not one of those, you know, MILF gun girl things. This was like a world record shot of like how many? Five miles or something like that, right? Something. something. Oh, Jesus. I think it was like two and a half. Was it two and a half? You know the one I'm talking Unless, about, right? I, I think I know the one you're talking about. I think it was like two and a half. It was some chick, right? And she made some ridiculous shot. And nobody accounted for Coriolis. It was miles. Yeah, funny, there were, there right? were miles, yeah. I mean, you count for, for you know, you count for uh, wind. Spin drift. Spin drift, um, obviously. Yeah. You know, gravity. Humidity. Gravity. Humidity. But, I mean, I, I guess you come for gravity, but that's just, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, there are a lot of factors, but Coriolis. Coriolis is not, is not one, one of them. And, again, the whole Coriolis, if, uh, if Coriolis is a thing, then a hot air balloon should be the the fastest rate of travel once it's off the ground once you untether once you untether a hot air balloon like they should be whisked away i mean i i don't understand that's one of the things the spinning ball with the the atmosphere spinning at the same speed as the ball and it is so in sync with the ball that it is able to have winds that change direction and gentle breezes even. Like, have you ever been sitting there and it's just so fucking hot and still and it's nighttime, right? Your windows are open and you, you know you have you should have a cross breeze, but there's no wind, right? And so then, literally every summer night, yes. Right. So then but then there's just the tiniest little gentle breeze and you're like, oh, so nice, right? Right? And you fall asleep because it's so nice. Well, if that atmosphere was spinning at a thousand miles an hour, like the earth is supposedly spinning, right? In your house, <laughs> right? And and what? The, that one little tiny bit of breeze was spinning at one thousand and a half miles an hour. Just that little half a mile an hour breeze went through your window just to just to, just enough to get you to cool off to go to sleep. No, what the f like who how can you even think to comprehend that as reality well if, if the earth was spinning objects would weigh different amounts based on where they are you could buy gold around the equator and mm. sell it for more you know either towards the north or the south pole right like because these, right because how gravity is supposed to work of measurement our entire world is built on would be just completely open to interpretation you know let's do it let's let's start ripping off the world guys yeah yeah right I'll buy gold in fucking in Mexico and sell it in Alaska for a profit. Right, they're doing it wrong. They're, that's what I'm saying. They're panning for gold and they're panning for gold in Alaska and they're selling it. Well, in, in Vegas, but like whatever. Big dummies. Yeah, dummies. You should be you should be getting your gold from south central, right in the middle. Remember the equator? Where is the equator on the Americas? Is that uh, Panama? It's, it's, um, it's on the ha lower half of Mexico. Has that moved too? Like you know how you know how uh, 
what was it? The Mandela effect? Yeah, the Mandela effect of how like Oh, like how South America moved like to the east to, like a thousand miles since I was in high since I was in grade school. That right. freaked me out. Right. It's weird. I'm like, oh that's not where it's supposed to be. This Dude, I about weird. had a conniption fit. I'm like, did you know I spent eight hours a day for like ten years of my life staring at that map? Every part of it memorized. Someone's like, and I watched a video on the Mandela effect. He's like, what happened to South America? I'm like, this guy's out of his mind. I looked it up. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> wow. What, so you should have looked up, what you should have looked up was gaslighting. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he should have looked up was gaslighting. What he looked up was no. Um, all right. Well, let's let's take a break. We're going to listen to the song that you posted. Where did I put mine? There it is. So who is this now? Uh, Bile. Bile. It's an industrial metal band I've been a fan of for 20 years or so. That This is a good one. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let me see here. Oh, wait, I already have, I already had that fixed. Uh, no. There we go. Um, yeah, we'll listen to this. this. is called You're a Fucking Loser. <laughs> no, you. No, you. And your uh, mom. All right, let me see if I can get this stream thing to work. We've only, yeah, we haven't had any, any good stuff to look at tonight, guys. So sorry about the lack of actual stream video stuff. Normally well, we have a well, lot of cool stuff, but I'll, I'll fix that in the second half. Yes. I have a lot. So oh yeah, the back. second half. The second half is going to be very video heavy. So at least oh, podcast yeah. race is going to enjoy it. Okay, I mean, like it's it's comfy posting. Sure, but I've uh, never actually seen what was happening on camera during any of these streams. I just watch them on the website, so no footage for me ever. No, well, the only one we ever we ever post video from are the live streams, anyways. So, all right, well, we're going to listen to this. And we'll be back in about five.
right, everybody, oh, we are that. back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny. I'm trying to get this video shut down. Here we go. All right. You guys back with me here? I'm back. All right. So, my headphones are tangled. That's awesome. Wait, is, is Otter Waffen Jack out or... Uh, Jack's probably smoking a cigarette. I'll be back in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Steel, you have uh, a very interesting collection, one might say. Oh, yes. Gathered over several years. Yes. So, um, let's see. Um, so, you're on your phone, right? Yep. So I can I can look at each piece individually. I'll try to hold still. That way, people okay. can get a good look. At I want to try it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move the zoom thing to make it bigger so that we can see this better. <clears throat> um, uh, now, if I, I I can, you know, like whenever this is posted, if there's like a description, I'm not sure if you ever do like photos associated with the stream but i can get you still shots of some of these some of these are quite rare yeah that'd be cool if you, if you can get some stills of that we'll we'll put them we'll put them in a like a mega file or something i'm, I'm becoming quite proud of my collection this is approaching like john levy quality pictures but i have oh, a really thing okay oh yeah like a lot a lot of the buildings that well actually that's one of the ways i decide to look for them if i'm watching Conspiracy, uh, conspiracy R Us or uh, John mm. Levy, and I like a particular building. I find it compelling. I look for that one specifically. But all of my all okay. of my postcards are genuine, like from uh, from the late eighteen to very early nineteen hundreds. My pictures are reproductions, but my silver Haldi prints are very nice. They're, they're all, as far as I can tell, very genuine, though. Okay. So. I am trying to reorder this this um, Zoom thing here. How do I put you on the top? Where's mm. uh, move. Speaker. Okay. Okay, so if you put yours up right now, if you put All your, right, if you put your screen on, yeah, let's see what that let's see what that looks like. See, we'll get your yeah, show your picture. There you go. How can I enlarge this? There we go. All right, now, so, so now, Steel now has a ton of these are a lot of these are original pictures, postcards, and other uh, prints from the late 1800s, early 1900s, World's Fair type stuff, right? Oh, yes. All, every single postcard that I have, to my knowledge, is, uh, is genuine. And like the, uh, the only things that are reproductions are the, are the photo reproductions. Every postcard I have, as well as my stereo cards, are original, uh, as best I can tell. Okay, cool. And, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but deciphering uh, counterfeits from real stuff is kind of part of my job. So. Oh, cool. Um, oh, cool. Okay, so, yeah, so where do you want to start? 
Um, I figured I would start with this. This was not easy to find, but shockingly was not ludicrously expensive. The Panama Pacific International Exposition, this booklet is from 1915, and I got this for like $45. The condition is unbelievable. Can you like, sh- the, the show, the cover are- again? show the cover again? Because yeah, we didn't see the cover. There it is. Now, the Panama, this is the San Francisco Expo? Yes, this is the one. This is the first one in San Francisco, so all the buildings were there. Not sure if they did two, but any anywhere they did more than one, by this time the second one rolled around, all, most of the buildings were gone, okay. unfortunately. Uh, maybe I can get in better lighting. Damn shadow. I think the light's behind you. I think that's the problem. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> but this is the original book from the yeah. expo. Nice. These were handed out at the expo themselves. And I just happened, they, uh, actually, I have another, I have another uh, expo booklet, a smaller one, but, and I've been looking for more of these. I just, I don't have like unlimited funds to devote to this, but anytime one of these booklets comes up, I grab it. So. Nice. That is very, that is a very cool find. Wow. Oh yeah, it's, I'm I'm really happy. Nice. I have a second. I have a second edition of the Book of the Fair from the first Chicago mm-hmm. World's Fair, and that was like it was a second edition. It was like 160 bucks or something like that. It's ridiculous. Second oh, edition. Okay. First editions are like five grand. Oh, so I just realized I found this one. This one is from the Colombian Exposition. Okay. This one is a lot smaller, but the condition is still very good. And the the Colombian Exposition, that's the Chicago one? I I believe so. Okay. And this one is a fold-out, so I'll lay this out so you guys can look at them. Kind of jumbled in terms of what orientation they are, but I'll do my best. So this, oh crap, try not to hurt it. So this is the still shot of the, of the, oh my God. So this is the still shot of the, uh, of the fair itself from above. And again, some of these buildings were massive, some of them on the order of uh, still shot of the entire fairground. Right. And they took this from what a balloon. I have no idea. Probably an, an old Zeppelin, you know, knowing the mm. technology of the time. Right, right. But I'm assuming that it's not all just an artistic rendition, which it's not. Doesn't look like it. But I, I would need a jeweler's loop and a high resolution to determine if some of these are 100% genuine. But mm. see, every reason to believe that this is uh, this is real. And... So I'm just gonna. Hmm. That's cool. So what I, else? Yeah. So that's that's the fairgrounds. That's the grounds. Yes. And you got pictures of the different buildings. Yeah, that yes, light, that shadow is killing you. <laughs> All right. So, so it's dark. So I'm sorry about the lighting. Um, so, where is it? This is the Manufacturers and Liberal Arts Building. This one, just absolutely massive. 
and curiously also made of balsa wood and plaster somehow. Mm. I don't, yeah, that's one thing that I don't believe is the uh, built out of wood <laughs> no, and staff no and, and plaster. Um, except for except for the Museum of Fine Arts, or except for you know the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, or uh, what was the one in, in Chicago? I forgot which one they didn't destroy, but you know they only built one of these buildings to last. But yeah, so all the buildings, like only the buildings that they tore down, were fake. All the ones that are still more accurately st- still here have an improbable and absurd story of a rebuild. Yeah, there's, or the, well, they were just built that way from the beginning. So. The thing about about San Francisco and uh, the Palace of Fine Arts is there is actual photographs of um, it being rebuilt, like it being torn apart and it it having wood framing on the inside. Originally, well, I've seen those, and it is not in any way impossible to to fake that like well with a, a budget of i don't know right. a few hundred thousand dollars you could fake that very convincingly i've also seen some contradicting photos someone had a picture somewhere uh it was of the palace of fine arts mm-hmm. and it was in disrepair and it was a full color photograph and it had modern vehicles in the photo i have no idea what was going on there i lost the picture and someone oh, wasn't that me, the fifth from for the fifties like, when they did like the the second remodel on it or something? Yes, but these vehicles were from the eighties. That was a nineteen eighties van. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So I I have no idea what was going on in that photo. The person who sent it to me, I'm like, oh my god, where did you get that? He didn't realize the significance, hmm. and I ended up losing the uh, the photo. I do have some very good photos of uh, of uh, of some Egyptian monuments that have essentially been crafted in modern times i see strong reason to believe that the pyramids were built by the french in the late 1800s there's a man a uh, he was a material he was a geologist who understood material science he took some samples of the pyramids which you're not allowed to do anymore and it uh, it had a very uniform ratio of of components you know lye sand uh, gravel and crushed uh, so crushed, basically uh, concrete seashells, and he determined that it was most likely some kind of geopolymer. And they say if you listen closely on a cool, dark night, you can still hear his credentials flying out the window because mm-hmm. you can talk about aliens building the pyramids all day, but right. no, the concrete is bad. So that should tell you who's actually sharing the truth. Right. Well, that's the thing: is do you even believe like the the Great Pyramid of Giza or just the the more recent ones? Um, I. I believe that all three pyramids are uh, are bullshit. Okay. Now, one of the reasons is they go into the category of trust me and no, you can't look at it. Mm. You're not allowed to touch them. You're not allowed to climb on them. You're not allowed to take a sample. You know, it's like uh, it's it, it's like how the FBI says we have footage of Timothy McVeigh pulling up that rider truck. We can't show it to you, but it's there. Trust me. Right, we have I footage mean, you of know, an airplane hitting the Pentagon. We can't show it to you, but trust us, it's there. Source, like, trust uh, me, bro. Right, right. Yeah, I've been told by several people that the pyramids have in their geometry encoded, like the uh, the size of the Earth, the distance from the Earth to the Sun, all these weird numbers. I'm like, how do you know? Did you measure it? He's like, no, so and so wrote that. I'm like, oh, so one of these experts, you know, probably someone who's endorsing global warming and other scientific fuckery. I don't believe a damn thing they say. <laughs> 
Okay, well, sure. But um I we don't believe we don't believe a lot of that either. However, like a lot of like the old the old footage like from from the um from the original uh quote remodel of the Palace of Fine Arts, right? Mm-hmm. Um even those those remodel photos, those buildings look ancient, right? Uh, they have oh, the, yes. the moss on them, even like the broken, the bro- so who's to say that these weren't built by whatever or whoever, you know, not that long ago, but they were built, they were built out of wood and, um, and there was some metal in the framing, you know, um, well, cause if you look at, if you look at the, um, the Chicago world's fair stuff, there's, they say it was all built out of wood and staff and plaster. <laughs> you can clearly see in some of the larger buildings, they have uh steel I beams with rivets, right? Yes. So riveted structural iron, not something that you could just assemble and get rid of. There is no, no one who is not retarded and didn't have so much gold. He was afraid it would fall through the surface of the earth would suggest that you build a temporary fair building like this. Right. These things could have survived a, 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 a military bombing. Exactly. Which is why, which is why I also don't believe that they burned down either because like that's, Oh, the Chicago fair burned down. Well, it's like these buildings are made of steel. Most of them. Um, but, but what I'm saying is, and what I'm saying is the ones in San Francisco, they had like, they had like, you know, uh, those pictures, I, I have to look at it again, but the pictures of the the original remodel of the Palace of Fine Arts, you see what mm-hmm. looks like metal framing in addition to wood framing on the inside, too. So it's it's well, possible. It's possible that whoever built them did build them with some wood framing inside as well and that they were as old as, you know, and they were using and they were in disrepair at one point. So I can't say with definitive certainty, like the only way that someone like myself could tell if they were genuine, I would need a high resolution print on a very large screen to look for pencil and superimposition or, or, uh, or um, artifacts, or I would need a high resolution print to go over with a jeweler's loop. Right. But I've seen the footage that you're talking about. And if you'll see here, stuff like this, uh, stuff like these statues and uh, like, you have, the, uh, with the, uh, also like with, the, also appears to be the, what appears to be the vanilla sky effect going on. Yes. Now, in the pictures of the palace falling into disrepair, the statues and other key elements Mm. exhibit terrible craftsmanship, completely unbecoming of the building today. The statues, the uh, the 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 person or the goddamn it, why? Sorry, my words left me. The 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 plaster statues, right? Mm. They appear to be in disrepair, but if you take a look at them, the quality of the sculpting is terrible. Like not even right. in disrepair, but it's not up to the same standard as the other photos that we have of the of the work on these buildings. Mm. And I refuse to believe that the fine uh, the Palace of Fine Arts was just inexplicably manufactured to a lower standard. Yeah, I don't so think so I either. So I find that pretty suspicious. And also, apparently, they rebuilt it in the 1950s. Again, and that's they what I'm saying. That was the second. That was the second time. Yeah, with swastikas. Right, they yeah, rebuilt sure, it sure in the fifties after World War II, with the swastikas, which just so happened to they rebuilt the swastikas. So that means that they were there, and they just made them look pretty again, and they were okay with that. You know, um, they were just okay with that because I guess uh, I don't know why. I have no idea why. It's an absurd story. Now, here is the 
this is the Palace of Fine Arts right here. And I, I do think that is a, I, I love the Roman colonnade, mm-hmm. like the giant sprawling gardens. Like all of these buildings are breathtaking. And I've worked in construction for some time. There is no way on earth or heaven that this much shit could have been constructed in 18 months. Mm-hmm. Whether If it was made out of cardboard, it would have taken longer <laughs> than that. This, this is ridiculous. The story is absurd. Oh, it absolutely is. And, my and, white gumption. Oh, yeah. And my white gumption. My bootstraps. Yeah, my, my bootstraps. You know, they just worked harder back then. They didn't have all these weird OSHA laws. Like, this is the interior. Really? A temporary fair building? What kind of crack are you smoking? That is, like, no. No way. Mm-hmm. Blatantly impossible, ridiculous story. Nice try, like, DEA. Yeah, there, yeah there, there, there you go. Temporary fair building. This looks like the side of a palace. Like you can see the uh, the 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 Hindi influence. Mm-hmm. Like this has, uh, God damn it! This this looks like uh, like an opulent building from India. There's a name for the style, but there's uh, like there there's Romanesque influence. There's Gothic influence. There's uh, like. Um, there, there's Arab influence. There's all the cultures of the world almost seem to come together to create these buildings. They have architectural uh, styles and cues from I don't know, like fifty different nations. Mm. And this yeah. doorway is yeah, and you, you know, of course, they were built just for this, you know, by uh, in those styles, just because it was an international affair. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. by the way, I'm pretty sure where the tip of the knife is, that's about how tall a person is. Oh, wow. So, yeah, just r- ridiculous. You know, these buildings definitely weren't built for the Nephilim in a more <laughs> in a more advanced time. But the, the official story is absurd. Again, it's not that these buildings couldn't be constructed today. Mm. It's uh, that we could never afford to. So the idea that back then... When food was grown much more inefficiently, you know, uh, materials were shipped much less efficiently. There yeah, were they though? But, but that's the, the thing. The idea that they could just use donkeys and willpower to craft this—it's ridiculous. Right, but that's the thing, though. Did it? Did they though? Were they? Were they growing food more inefficiently? Was were they transporting things more slowly? Well, I don't believe so, that that's so true. To, I don't believe that's be clear, true. I believe a lot of this. Honestly, I think a lot of this stuff is is geopolymer right there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of like all of like a lot of these buildings in general are are some sort of 3d geopolymer printed well so the the buildings all of these build like everything i have here there's a variety of construction methods many of the buildings are framed out of structural iron or felled sandstone or some kind of geopolymer but none not one of these buildings shows any evidence to suggest that it was made by people whose technological capability was less than ours. And the only thing I can say with definitive certainty that this proves is that the historical narrative is bullshit. Either they were advanced enough back then to build these, or they didn't build them and they were left here for us to find, which is, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of indulge in both ideas. Like I I think both of those statements are kind of true at the same time. But so th- this is uh, this is the San Francisco Fair 
from uh, from above. It is massive. Huge. Good Lord. Yeah, look at that building. Well, actually, there's the Palace of Fine Arts right there. Yeah. And the, oh, it has the a high beautiful right, profile. No, the high rate is right by there right now. So that's, yeah. So wait, you live by that? I used to, I used to live near there. I, you, you lucky son of a bitch. Well, I lived it's in another Berkeley. enormous I doorway. I lived Again, in as I said, I didn't actually people live. People were about that tall. I didn't actually live in San Francisco. I worked in San Francisco and lived in Berkeley. On the other oh, side. Oh, the well then. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. I got lucky. I had a, <clears throat> I had an, uh, an apprentice friend who, uh, another apprentice when I was an apprentice and, uh, he had a, he had a room open and I moved in there and got lucky and that was my, my place for the next very long time. Um, so I believe these doorways are somewhere around nine or 10 feet. So a human being, those doorways are gigantic. Right those doorways are well, gigantic. No, so this huge doorway is large, but these smaller doorways down are, here are normal are also size for humans. Very big. Right. Those, 10 oh, those, to 12 feet. those are 10 foot doors on the bottom. I, I believe so. Okay. Yes. So that is Looks a right. 10, 20, 30, 40. That's a, top, that's a 40 foot door. <laughs> uh, well, from, from the steps to the, uh, to here, 10, it's yeah, it's it's 20, at least thirty 30. or forty feet. Yeah, it's these 40 buildings feet, were yeah, they're ridiculously huge. large. Right, temporary, just temporary for this, uh, for this, you know, celebration of the opening of the Panama Canal. As you do, you know, when you celebrate the opening of something such as a canal, you want to have an expo that uh, takes up how many square miles did this expo take up? Like. Most of the, dozens of square miles. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And at what time? Nineteen fifteen. When it was World War One? Wasn't World War One going on? At the time? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World War One was <laughs> raging in Europe. Oh, now started a year before. Right. So raging in Europe is World War One, and all of a sudden you're going to have the World's Fair or the uh, yeah. Panama Expo. In in California, which is like the opposite side of the world from World War One. Well, World so Wars I, Fair. Yeah, another funny. thing, another thing in the historical narrative that this contradicts the official story is that you know America didn't start to experience real economic prosperity until after World War Two. But yet we have this. How it, it doesn't fit into the budget. It does not make sense at all. Even, oh, and yeah. this right here, this is probably the, I think this is the fifth straight up one-to-one -one copy of the Parthenon I have found. There was one in Dresden. I have a picture of it somewhere. Like, there's another one in Kentucky. This one is in Oregon. You mean Tennessee? It's in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, no, don't. You're lucky. Reinhardt would be here to correct you. Reinhardt used to work there. Oh. Yes. Reinhardt used to work there, man. So, get your, yeah, get your stats straight there, pal. Wait, no. <laughs> did, I say ten, did I say Tennessee or you Kentucky? Said, you said Kentucky. Kentucky. It's Tennessee. It's in Nashville. No, it's, it. Yeah, it's. I've seen it. It's, so it's I, exactly I like do this. that a lot. Those two states, my brain just files them. That's the okay. That's okay. They all sound the same. Um, <laughs> the people, anyways. But yeah, though that is funny that there are. Would you say five one-to-one -one versions of that? I I so I have evidence of of two here besides the one in Rome, and I've seen like at least two others. Okay. So I know of four. I've seen four in four different places. I've seen perfect one-to-one -one copies of the Parthenon, and that is inexplicable. I must so say. What do you think that could be? Is that why? Why do we have? Um, actually, I bet you, if you looked at uh, the Philippines, 
Um, I bet you might find another one there too. Dude, um, I actually come to think about it. I'm pretty sure one of them was in the Philippines. I, I think it might've been uh, one of John Levy's videos. He was going through the Philippines. He's like, check this shit out. I bet you didn't know that the Philippines was occupied by the Roman empire. <laughs> right. And I'm like, that's well, another fucking it, part of it. Well, it wasn't I'm the Roman empire order. guy. What it was, was when, uh, when the United States liberated it from Spain, what they did was they installed a bunch of buildings. They built a bunch of buildings that looked like, the Greco-Roman or the Romanesque stuff in Washington, mm -hmm. right? Including, including their Supreme Court building, which I believe the Supreme Court building is the one that looks like the Parthenon, I think. Oh, dude, I have I a... Think you're correct. The, the Capitol buildings, the buildings in the Capitol of the Philippines are more grand than the buildings in in Washington, D.C. Like, their version of, right. the, of the prime minister's, uh, like, it's basically their White House. It's mm -hmm. larger and more beautiful than ours, and that doesn't make sense. It's, right. Why would that be? Why, yes, well, see, the Filipinos were just merely attempting to, uh, to mimic our White House, and they accidentally mm -hmm. went overboard and uh, made it even gooder. Yeah, oops. They were trying oh, to get earn their white card. Yeah. Check works. out this thing. Again, these down here are doors, yeah, and the, the doors way. are about 10 feet. So Okay, yeah, that's ridiculous. Jay, dude, it's just a temporary fair. <laughs> Don't get your panties in a wad. You I can make this, too, with two-by-fours and plaster. Right. I made stuff like this with paper mache in third grade. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, dude, what are kids going to do? How are they going to make paper mache now that there's no more newspapers? Well, they won't be making paper mache. They'll be studying anal sex. Gross. That's what all right, all right. Gross, gross, gross. Well, I was going to say they're going to be 3D printing redacted, redacted. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to be clear, I don't support any of this. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I support 3D printing redacted. I redacted. support 3D printing of, of redacted. Well, as well. I don't However, support what the public school system is doing to our children. Bye. Uh oh. What's up? Um, I'm here. No, I'm. So I'm looking at. So I was looking at something. Apple did something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so here's an inexplicable picture. Let's see. Those little dots right there are people. And this is a nighttime shot of the coast. At the World's Fair, where in the hell did this, like, I don't even know how big this thing was. It's really hard to find information on what this is. But, like, this tower, this giant column with the huge archer statue on top is absurd fucking large. How, like, what, you, you're telling me they built that for a fair? <laughs> Just like, hey, do we have $42 million for a giant marble monolith? Yeah, toss it in the budget. Oh, well, you know... I What's the uh, the other the other um, monolith there in San Francisco? It's the fireman. It's like the giant. It's like a giant fire, uh, like a fire nozzle, right? Well, that, that kind of ties into what I was about to say. With like, where the fuck did they find all the people and workers to build all of this shit? Because I remember way back when I was still intern, like. When we did, we covered San Francisco and like did, watching yeah. the population growth, air quote, uh, was fucking insane. Mm -hmm. 
Well, people started going there, and then they started coming there from everywhere, and that's the theory, anyway. Because gold, or because something. gold, right? And everybody oh. just happened to be. Well, the the original thing was eighteen forty nine <clears throat> was the the gold rush, right? The California gold rush, and uh, Yosemite Sam and his buddies, you know, packed up the wagon train and went west and fought fought bears and hunted buffalo and fought engines and, and, and until they got to until they got to the west coast and then they they mined the gold and in their spare time they happened to be master stonemasons and they crafted all these you know these stone buildings which turned out to be San Francisco right yeah just yeah. like the mormons who went out into the midwest and just with their hands and donkeys built these uh, like, what's the name of that palace from the Wizard of Oz? That one temple literally looks like something from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the temple. I know what you're talking about, but but you have the, the all the buildings in the Mormon complex there are ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, we and need they to convert to Mormonism so we can live in buildings like that. And they quarried, they quarried the marble from like. 100 miles away or 50 miles away or something. I was like, uh-huh. get the fuck out of here. At that time. And constructing it, one of these fair buildings, one of them mm-hmm. would have taken hundreds of laborers and hundreds of skilled craftsmen, many hundreds of thousands of tons of materials. Mm-hmm. Where in the hell did they get, like, well, it'd be like 9 million cubic meters of plaster. Right. Where? Right, Where exactly. Even if it, even if what they say crazy. is true, even if what they say is true, that is an excellent point still. That if 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 the official story is true, it's made out of plaster and lath and 2 by 4s and staff and whatever spit and grit and elbow grease, uh, right? Hang on. Yeah, right. Horse hair and and Elmer's glue and ground up ho- the all kinds of horse products, right? Um if that's the case, where the fuck did they get nine million metric tons of plaster, right? And where did they make? Where did they make it? Where's all the? Where's all the? Where's all the molds for all these things? These things that look molded, like like the the statues and the the busts and all those other things that are molded looking. Where are the molds? So a lot of these would be the individual the mold, molds. Someone what? had some photos. Um, it might have been John Levy. He had a collage of photos that were supposed to be molds made for, for for the world's fair stuff. And I found the photos to be wholly unconvincing. You know, it's, it's more, it's, it's more of the same. Here's one picture, ditch your entire theory. I'm telling the truth. Mm. No, you're not. So mm. I've seen pictures that they claim the Iwar- are of some of the molds, but none of the molds survive today. Ah, yes. The um, Iwaranon technique. I've seen one book. It's changed my entire <laughs> worldview. Oh yeah, I, I'm not a fan of of that guy or yeah. Mind Unveil. Both of them. I mean, Iwaranon has never slighted me personally, but if I ever meet Mind Unveiled, <laughs> I'm gonna backhand him off his retarded feet. <laughs> I, yeah, Hell you were, yeah! You were telling yeah, you were telling me that before. That's um, that's interesting. I like. No, I mean, I I don't I don't see. I don't I don't communicate with these people. I don't get involved in their little in, in that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't mind. The mind unveils content uh, with Iwaranon. It was he. He was one of the biggest uh, purveyors of this Tartarian theory, and mm-hmm. um, 
and, and then he destroyed it. And then just well, and then attempts to destroy it. I don't think I don't think you can. I don't think you can put that smoke back in. That smoke's been let out. That genie's out of the bottle. I don't. I think too many people. There are too many people who are too into it now. Your flat Earth British, uh, our buddy Martin Liedeke, Um You've got uh, who's the guy from Australia? Um, uh, Autodidactic uh, from Australia. You've yep. got John. Oh, you've got John Levy. The John Levi. John Levy. Whatever you want to call him. Boosters, Levy. Jared Boosters is good. Yep, and you've. I mean, you've got um, Paul Cook. You've got a lot. You've got a lot of channels oh, dude, on YouTube. I love Paul Cook. Like his I love vibe. He's 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 just a guy. Yes. Like he's so humble, so down to earth. I I don't think I've contacted him yet. But he's on the list of people I need to talk to. Paul Cook uh, is awesome. Flood memes. We tried to his, get him. Uh, we tried to get him on the show, and he's just a guy. I'm an electrician. He's an electrician. You know, what I mean, we're both Sparkies, uh, so it was like probably some scheduling conflict. No, wasn't some scheduling conflict. It was, it was uh, faking space on Telegram. Decided to go after him and us at the same time. Uh, remember that Jack? They went after you because he went after you because you had a son in rad and your and your. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. I forgot about that motherfucker. And because of the son in rad, that made you a Jesuit shill, because son in rad is Jesuit. And holy shit, I forgot about this. Yeah. Oh and my so, god! Wow. And, and he went after Paul Cook for something. I don't remember what, but I was conversing with him at the same time with Paul, trying to get him to come on the show, and something happened, and he just ghosted us, like. He might so have found someone salted, might, someone salted the relationship. Well, he might have found the TRS stuff and been like, "Oh, fuck these guys," you know. What is TRS? Uh, we I used, wouldn't worry about you know, it. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's a network oh. we used to be affiliated with. So, it's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Well, so uh, there's another guy. His channel on YouTube is called Old Scary World. I and love I, Old Scary World. He's my. Dude, I he's, know him. I know him personally. He's, you do. He's a great guy. Is he I'm from supposed the to be on his show soon? Is he really? Can never get him Oh, dude, get yeah. him. Get him. Yes. Get. I want. I want him on the show. I want. I, want dude, I, I can get him on here. I Abs- can absolutely get absolutely, him on here. dude. I, I can do that. I'll talk to him right now. Let's do that. Well, not right now. Right now, but like. Uh, well, no, no, no. I, I mean, like, as soon. <laughs> But also I'm do it right now. But also, yes. But also, but also do it right now. Um, no, he's yeah. awesome. He is he from the Bay Area? Is is that why he is such is so in tune with what's going on there? As far as that, or is he? Is I don't I don't want to dox him, but like he's 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 been to some places that I've been to and have been like, whoa, I get such a weird feeling here, and now I know why. You know, like the mausoleums and stuff. He's from the West Coast, okay. but again, I I don't I don't ask prying questions. No, that's like, fine. That's hey, where what, do you live? I just guess. I just get a vibe yeah. from his videos that like he knows like that's like he either grew up there or he knows that area so very very well. Um, but yeah, it's yes. he's one of my very favorite channels on YouTube, man. His he, the music uh, he uses gives me the heebie jeebies too. It's like I, I can't oh, watch dude, it in the dark. Compelling yeah. as hell. Oh yeah, and I he's he's also a very humble, down to earth person. First mm-hmm. day I met him, we had a very a uh, very pleasant conversation. He's he's a great guy. Nice. Absolutely great. Awesome. That is great. Uh, I would yeah, I, I was I was hoping you would be cool. on the West Coast. Awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd love to have him yeah. on. Him I mean, and I've never he does... spoken to John Levy. He's kinda of hard to get a hold of. Yeah, he's he doesn't seem to yeah, he did he did the thing with Wooden Nichols and I don't I don't think he's gonna want to do any more shows yeah. with people. Yeah. 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 Well actually, uh John Levy has been warring with Iwaranon 
for a lot for some time now. Yeah, they do I, not like each other. I know, I know. It's, it's, I it's, I'm, I'm siding with Levy here. Iwaranon's a fucktard. <laughs> well, you kind of have to. Anybody who does what that guy and what Wood Nichols has done, um, it's very sneaky. It's, it's extremely. It's it's extremely fucked up because he he put out he put out a ton of great content which got people really thinking, and then he basically went back on his own premise and said if if you actually believe that you're stupid, well, basically, so basically. I'm I'm pretty good at at uh, building logic trees, and what leads me to believe that Iwaranon either is completely full of shit or was basically bought out or threatened. Since he did those two videos, what in the flat earth happened mm. and the, uh, the, I forget, but it was one, it was eight hours. The other was five hours. Yeah. Since then I have not heard him mention the flat earth. He will not bring it up. It has been memory hole. And I know the reason he has not mentioned that is clearly someone is telling him what to say and what not to say. And they said, shut the fuck up about the flat earth. Our, our, our empire is going to fall apart if you let this get out. So he has mm. not brought it up. Yeah, but I think what he's, I think what he's done is he took a lot of he took a lot of other people's information, put it together with a very compelling narrative. The way he talks is very compelling. He's very people were like, he's a good narrator. Sure, I mean it's great if you like ethnic narrators, right? I mean he's he's clearly a black dude from England. Um, (laughs) I don't know, maybe. No, he's he's a black dude from England. Uh, Really? Yeah. There's, yeah, that that accent is 100 percent like black dude from Liverpool. I mean, I, I we know broke that, that shit down. Yeah, we broke I remember that, that. Yeah, we broke that. We broke that down pretty pretty well. He's a black dude from England. Uh, yeah, but, he is. Uh, and okay, which which is and well, the thing is, is the accent and listening through his two through his 13 hours of content, you can hear his accent change. It's clearly put on for effect. He has an accent, but it's it, it's put on extra for effect, right? Exactly. And if he's changing his voice to make his narration more compelling, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't lend to his credibility. Oh, right off the bat. Right I, off the bat, it doesn't lend to his credibility. So anyways, so yeah, then him and, him and Wooden Nichols both went back on their own. Like, Wooden Nichols apparently saw a video or, or saw some blueprints from something. I don't know if it was Penn Station or something. He saw blueprints from somewhere. He's like, oh, well, that's it. Good enough for me. And uh, yeah. with with the Warren on, it was the liver Liverpudlian, uh, the Liverpudlians li- and their cathedral. Yeah, and the cathedral. It's like, oh, stop it! <laughs> this one book at the at the the gift shop or the one place that I went to can totally convinced me. And now you're all stupid. Well, no, his 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 argument is not sound. The mm-hmm. idea about Liverpool Cathedral that was built over the course of some eighty or so years. These other buildings were thrown up in six months, and no one is saying that the buildings magically appeared. They were built by someone. At the very least, the time frame for construction is false. The budget is false. The right. date of construction was false. Someone built them. Clearly, those people were human beings. It wasn't space aliens or octopus people, but the official story is absurd. Right. They're, they're, they may have been giants, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer in the Nephilim. I mean, where do you think these 18-foot femurs are coming from? It's not dinosaurs. Right. Right. They may, they retcon dinosaurs around Nephilim bones. Well, 
They did. Now, interesting things I can no, I I was, briefly I was, consider. I was being completely. Yeah, anyway. So but... I briefly considered paleontology as a career. And now, if they're digging up dinosaur bones and they can't take out the skull, mm. and they can never dig up the skull and take it out, they dig up the rock around it to prevent people from looking at it, cover it in plaster, haul it off in a helicopter or a large truck. And if they can't move it, they have the Army Corps of Engineers or some other official come in, pack it with explosives, and blow it up. That is how badly they do not want you to see these skulls. And I think that, that that's an obs- that that's ridiculous. Why would they do this if they didn't they didn't you know, not want you to see it? It's like uh, like their most paleontologists have never even seen a real dinosaur skull. It would be like going into a into a jewelry shop and saying. I'd like a diamond. And the guy at the counter says, oh, well, here I have some tasteful replicas of diamonds. He's like, well, can I see the real ones? No, no, no. They're kept off-site in a vault. They're too valuable. In fact, right. I've never even seen a real diamond. It'd <laughs> be ridiculous. Right. Not only not only have I never seen one, but they're very dangerous and you can't see them. Oh, this is the they're radioactive. They're radioactive is, and you can't see them. Yeah. This one is beautiful. A very Romanesque Jefferson monument. What is this? The Jefferson Monument? Yes, this is the Je- sorry Jefferson Davis Monument. Oh, Jefferson Davis Monument. Oh. Yes, Monument Avenue and uh, Davis Avenue. It's the crossroads. But I, I believe this one is still sp- standing, I hope. But really? I really would like to see this one. Huh. I look, Jack, look that up. See if it's still around. Yeah, I, I need to know. Um. Now... Interesting. Oh, so um, now wouldn't Nichols, now they call? Hold on, they like call the that the Jefferson Davis Monument. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so, it should be. Okay. It's the Jefferson Davis Monument. That's right. what it's labeled, and that's, that's from and that's from where is that? Just a shot of Richmond, that. Virgi- it should okay. be in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. If I recall. Okay, so that's probably be one that they tore down with like the Lee statues. You would think. I would certainly hope not. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, they did. Did they or did they not exhume Nathan Bedford Forrest and move him and his wife? I swear they did. I, I don't know who that is. He was. Uh, a, so uh, Jefferson Davis Memorial toppled in June 2020. Yep. What? So yep. what? The rest what of the monument was taken down in February of 2022. Uh, what? What do yep. you mean? Toppled? It's gone. It was toppled mean? by it was toppled by probably Black Lives Matter protesters or I shall post in with what plastic explosive. This know. isn't a, this isn't an eight foot statue of Abraham Lincoln they can toss in the lake. This thing is massive. Okay. Like they I mean, need an actual wrecking equipment. You I mean, like, would you put it past the FBI to give them plastic explosives? No, no, I suppose not. <laughs> but my point is, natural causes. Or accidents did not bring down. Are you fucking? Oh, yep. I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed. Tell me about it. I've never seen an IRL. It, yeah, it's I, beautiful. I really wanted to see it. I'm like, yay, it's still standing. Nope. Nope. Uh, I regret looking it up because, you know, like now I'm disappointed. So this is, I believe this is from the Panama, hang on, let me see here, this is a uh, uh, freestyle palace, of, okay, so this is the Palace of Fine Arts right here, this is a color photograph, hang on, it's got the cell thing on, well, this one is at night, illuminated. 
Yeah, and these things were a little okay. And what what is this from now? From which this is the Palace of Fine Arts. Palace this is of the Fine Arts in San Francisco. In nineteen fifteen. Um, I well, the, the I believe it's a colorized photograph. Okay, it but says still, nineteen fifteen, but it it looks like a digitally touched up. Okay, but, okay, so this was still nineteen fifteen, supposedly that uh-huh. this was taken, and they had all these lights in nineteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. To makes light sense. all this stuff up, it makes sense. I mean, you know, because they just, you know, these lighting systems just evolve that quickly from like, you know, zero electricity to fully illuminated, like better than San Francisco is illuminated right now. So here we have the Palace of Education and the Palace of Liberal Arts, both massive buildings occupying somewhere between 10 and 15 football fields. Okay, if you look at the interior shots, they're framed out of structural iron, and the, the, the facade is clearly some kind of geopolymer with limestone and marble accents. You know, not a fair building by any means. Like I'm, I'm just going to stop talking about that. Only retards will believe that. This, so I'm actually... I. I've lived in Ohio. This is the Ellisnor, or sorry, okay, Ellisnor Tower. Can you turn Tower. it so it's like so it's like the other? No, ninety degrees. Sorry, am I? Is that better? Yeah, that's way better. There we oh, go. Sorry, I, I need to lock my screen. I'm sorry, I'm tilting the phone. But this is a this is a castle inexplicably in Eden Park in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's you know that they have. Uh, the, I, I believe this one, they're like, we don't know where it came from. A rich person built it, a robber baron in the 1800s. Rah, rah, rah. That's ridiculous. The The amount of ridiculous stories that they come up with to cover these these buildings' original history. Oh, yeah. At least say something cool like a pirate built it. Right. <laughs> well, a robber baron, you know, that's cool, right? Like, no. give some cool backstory that I'm not going to bother looking into. <laughs> Uh, so actually, uh, so these, these are all large buildings, but I have a few images of palaces or sorry, not palaces, but mansions and some of the mansions, uh, again, every single one of these buildings, they are all built in between 1880 and 1930, all of them. So in 50 years, something like a thousand or sorry, hundreds of thousands of Rome's worth of buildings were just chat into existence. Yeah, it's amazing. All those, all those, um, all those mansions in San Francisco and Philadelphia and Rhode Island and New York and you know all these all these big cities have all these areas where these rich, very 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 wealthy people built these mansions, and they're very similar Mm -hmm. mansions in all these cities. Did anybody ever think it's weird how, like, every state has, like, the same towns in it and all the towns have basically the same street names? Isn't that weird? Oh, yeah. They all belong to Massachusetts. Well, Well, first of all, it's Chilaga, not Chicago. Right, Chilaga, right. That was the original name for it from the old I thought it was was Chirac. No, that's the new name (laughs) for it, Chirac. (laughs) shit congo oh yeah um actually i'm missing one of my tower photographs. i have so one of the types of buildings that i find most interesting Mm -hmm. not necessarily my favorite but one of the most inexplicable 
are the old world skyscrapers, right? The buildings that really should not have been able to be constructed at that height, you know, given the given the technology of the time. Mm-hmm. Truly massive buildings with near almost what would one consider a you got a black TV. screen. What do you what you got going on there? Oh, sorry, I'm fetching filter. It's all good. So I'm I'm about to show you those. I just I'm missing a very good one. So please bear with me for one second. Well, it's, sorry, okay. I, I probably sounded like I was narrating something that I was showing you, but I was just speaking in preparation for showing you this. Um, building up the suspense. Right. Yes, right. Right. Essentially, and. Uh, Singer Tower was an interesting one because it's, it's it was a Tartarian skyscraper essentially. Mm. It had it had a powered elevator. It was supposedly like um, yeah, it was it was electric. It had its own heating and cooling system. It had a system that could uh, moisten and humidify air. It had. Uh, did you know anything about uh, a swamp air conditioner? Yeah, swamp coolers. Yeah. So it basically had a swamp cooler. It had its own like it, it had its own power generation. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful uh, building. And again, the official story is you know unbelievable. You know, it, it supposedly it only stood for like fifty or so years. They're like, no, we just couldn't afford to maintain it. Well, then why on earth did you build it? Right. And it was, it was, uh, they're like, no, it would be too expensive to save. We, no one wanted to bother. So we tore it down. No, this ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Are you, you still makes, looking for the picture? Makes total sense, though. Yeah. Oh, here I found it. So here are four of the tar, basically Tartarian skyscrapers. This okay. one is the call building. Call building? Yeah, C-A-L-L, the Call Building. Okay. And this one is not ridiculously large, but it, it fits the motif. Mm-hmm. And the the the, uh, the roof was solid copper with corvals and little little spires and pointy bits coming off other pointy bits. A lot of Antiquitech on the roof. Mm, that's crazy. There's, those buildings are ridiculous. And also the lower half of this, if you've ever seen an old building, sometimes the lower floors are made of like, uh, like felled sandstone while the, uh, while the higher floors are, uh, come on, while the higher floors are made of some other kind of facade. You can see that the, uh, somewhere around the fifth floor, there's a different material used mm-hmm. in construction. Yeah. And where's As you floor? do, because, you know, you just change the materials. Like five floors up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, of course, you know, they, mm. they, that that needs no explanation at all. Yeah. And here is the Singer Tower, supposedly built for the Singer Sewing Machine Company. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that. dude. All, m- many of these buildings are fucking post offices. That 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 would be like going to uh, that that'd be like going to Dubai, looking at the Burj Khalifa, and saying, "Oh, what is that building for? It's a DMV." <laughs> sure like this building was massive yeah but you Again, can believe that in dubai though steel, you you, you could you could believe you could believe that would happen in dubai no well i i had a customer from dubai dude those people have fucking money yeah they they have literal fuck you money oh yeah like if if uh if a do if someone from the uae 
asks for my work, my prices immediately triple. But so does the quality. <laughs> I give them something nice, but it's uh, they they have money to spend, and I I need I need the money. <laughs> Um, so this is, uh, this is, oh, this is the Woolworth building. This, uh, this one looks like a gigantic, uh, Mormon temple. Yep. Yeah, it does. Um, this one is somewhere around. Can you put that one back on this? Put that one back on the screen. There you go. Sorry. I'll try and hold it still. Look at that. I had a bit too much coffee. My hands are shaking a tiny bit. But I so um, all of these, I can send you still shots if you want or lists of the buildings, and you can find good copies on the internet. Yeah. I haven't bothered to collect many digital photos. I prefer to have the real things. But again, copper roof, um, like uh, castle-style turreted uh, upper floors. Right. You know, I, I love the aesthetic of this one, the tall vertical lines. And this here appears to be a gigantic, uh, basically a huge balcony. I mean, yeah, there's again, see. and there's buildings like that in in a lot of cities. You know, uh, there's I've seen I've seen buildings built in that similar style in Columbus, in Toledo, in San Francisco, in Oakland, in uh, mm-hmm. Johnson City, Tennessee, in Knoxville, in uh, in Louisville. I mean, like they're yeah, all over Louisville. this country. Well, it it it, kind of, it defies logic. Like I said, the right. only thing I could say with definitive certainty is that the official the official historic narrative is is uh, incorrect, mm-hmm. and it's most likely maliciously incorrect, not just oh, mistaken. Sure. And that's what makes a subject like this very difficult to get into, because most people would say, oh, "Okay, if you want to know about these buildings, just do some research." Okay. Google doesn't have any true information about any of this. You can't trust any book. You can't trust any online source. Find me one official uh, source that, you know, goes along with our Tartarian found building theory. They don't exist. So, again, this is a very hard thing to to research. Unless Mm -hmm. you can go there and see the building for yourself, there's very little that you can do to understand this subject. Right. So this is the Chrysler building here. All right, let's see. And uh, you never see this building from the ground. No. This is uh, the it's, uh, it's I think it's more beautiful than the Empire State Building, but well, the, the Empire uh, State Building's an old world building too, so. Oh yeah, but the bottom floor, like let's see here. I I've never seen the Roman columns down there on the bottom. Or actually, hang on. The the Roman columns right there. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I I, I found a close-up. They do basically look like the faceted columns that you would see on any Greco-Roman building. Mm -hmm. But again, this is a style cue that I see in many of these buildings that all of my favorite have the Roman columns, but they're not on the ground. These things are over a hundred feet off the ground. Who were they building the beauty for? Like, did, did they have so much money? They wanted a building that would look beautiful from a hundred miles away. And, and now, uh, who was the guy? Um, there, there, there's a few people who I talked to on this subject. There's a man on Instagram named Pearl poet. He's, a uh, he, he's a rather, he's, he's a successful, uh, 
Uh, he's a successful musician, and he uh, he he does a lot of Tartaria research, and he's into the flat Earth. He's basically a hundred percent based. He's uh, he's national socialist pilled. He understands the World War II truth, the buildings, the flat Earth. I've never come across. And keep in mind, this guy's in, I believe, his fifties or sixties, and he's hip to all of this. So he's really ahead of his time, so to speak. For and boomer, he. Yeah. Um, he mentioned he showed me a bunch of photographs. I'm sure you've seen the ridiculous photos taken from the very early 1900s of people like having a tea party on a fucking uh, on a on an I beam hanging from a giant crane. Right. While the yeah, those guys. Yeah, the, the fake, the fake construction fake. pictures. Yeah, but those are all yep. fake. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and if they're faking pictures, it uh, <laughs> why why are they faking all these pictures? Also, almost all of the construction photos. I from a from a from a glance, even the layman can tell that most of the most of the construction stuff is a as a as an overlay pencil sketch, you know. And they right, all have a the vanilla of sky, of course, yeah. for whatever fucking reason. Naturally, yes, mm-hmm, of course. So here, let's see. I have one. So I have four. Oh, actually, five, six, seven. I'm gathering these buildings into like architectural styles mm. as, as for the piles, not necessarily by date of supposed construction or anything, but I'm just organizing, organizing them by uh, architectural cues. Oh man. Um, so yeah, th- this one is, uh, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean those, to cut you off. I said, these are just crazy. These buildings, and they all look so similar, you know, and these are one of those buildings that supposedly they moved a building like that. What this? Do you have any idea how big this fucking thing is? Right, but don't, don't you know they moved one of those buildings? Right, in some yeah, of the sure. cities they moved this these is, buildings. This is a yeah, hotel, right. hotel book, or sorry, hotel Cadillac right. in Detroit, Michigan. It does not stand today because of, you know. Yeah, they whatever. tear them all down. Oh no, there's something wrong. We got to get rid of it. And yeah, they bring sure. in the yeah, they bring in the wrecking ball. So this is this building is ludicrously large. I'm going to save my favorite for last. This is the Jefferson Standard Life Insurance Building, not a post office for once. Wow, life insurance. Yeah, company. it's just yeah, you know, what life insurance buildings look like. Yep, sure. Is my camera orientation good? It is now, but when yeah, when when it, I. When Jack talks, it does the thing. When you talk, it I'm keeps sorry, it. No, no I, it, what it does is it puts whoever's talking in the middle on the screen. So if you just keep talking while you're, I'm so, sorry. This uh, this is a terrible uh, phone, and it does, the setting to set the screen orientation has been inexplicably removed when I when the phone updated against my wishes. Got to go this in those a, dev settings. Yeah. Actually, I need to do that. This is the Broadway and Chambers building in New York. It's not quite as big, but as you can see up here on the top, it's different it has, material uh, than on the bottom. Yeah, it's yeah, brick, it's brick like on the top, bottom, and like then that beige stone on the brick. top. I see a lot of that. A lot of that. And yeah, you got that. Then you've got the gray slate, like the granite, almost on the bottom. And this this is the Whitehall building in New York City. This one is. Also ridiculously large, man. Like, do you and know? It looks how like many three separate buildings just kind of smushed together and different. You know, literally. Um, I, I I do believe. Well, 
they meet, so there's almost like a seam between the two. Mm. They might have been separate buildings at one point, but the uh, the information I find on these, neither are still standing, I don't think. Oh. It leads me to believe that they're conjoined. But I've I've never been there, unfortunately. But do you know how many cubic meters of volume these buildings oh, have? They're huge in the amount of st- yeah, in the amount of stone and that's and the other steel. thing. If they are geopolymer, where did they get the material to make the geopolymer? Like these Oh are- yeah. Like do you know how many fucking how many millions of cubic yards of sand and gravel and lie? Right. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But there but there they are. We can, we can I've mm-hmm. seen them. I've been in many of them. I've worked on several. Um, dude, I hate to do this, but we are at the end of our two hour stream. Oh, yeah, damn, you have I'm, a ton I'm more sorry. pictures. Oh, no, dude, you have a ton more pictures. We gotta have you come back and do uh, another one of these where we buzz through a bunch more, dude. These are great. This is my favorite the What's Standard Oil Building. Oh, yes, this the Sony Building. Third, like it's fucking massive. Of course, and it's the Rockefellers Building. And of course, the Sun Life Building. Yes, the which Sun Life Building, called- which is, which is like a temple to somebody. Mouth, mouth. I don't know. Well, I, I believe it's an mouth. insurance company. It's an insurance company, but it looks something. like a, it looks like it was a temple to some god originally. Yeah, or maybe the goddess Columbia. Like a, right. a Lady Liberty is not Lady Liberty. She right. is the goddess Columbia. If right? even that, not- yeah. If it's if it's not a tranny. That's an well, Yeah. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know exactly. Like, was the was the the Mona Lisa a tranny? Possibly? No. Well, the Mona Lisa was supposed to be uh, what's his face in drag, right? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But now, all, all these buildings are beautiful. But the speculation that can be done while looking at them and knowing that the historic narrative is false. I, I usually get rather deep into that. Clearly, these buildings were not produced by people, by the civilization that exists today. Whoever made this cared deeply about the people who live, who would live and occupy these buildings. The architecture built today is being created by people who hate us. They hate us. Mm. So cl- clearly something big changed in between now and then. And – the complexity and size and scope of all these buildings leads me to believe that whatever civilization did this, that, that they didn't uh, – I, I don't believe that there was any strife between the countries. Countries that are at war would not have built stuff like this. This was like like the, the, the Pax Earth. You know, I do believe that all of these countries with all these buildings were at peace and had a healthy system of trade and exchange of ideas. And aside from God ripping the top off the terrarium and stomping on the ants, war didn't wipe this civilization out. Uh, and, uh, f- asteroids don't exist, so it wasn't something falling from the sky. Right. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a fake virus. It wasn't any of those things. So it was either some kind of unreal cataclysm, like uh, un- a ridiculous seismic activity, you know, creating the, uh, the mud flood event. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, burying all the food and all the roads and destroying all the technology, you know, that 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 had to be uh, what what it was. And this here. Sorry, I need to get this one in. This is uh, this is from that. This is the catacomb. But the back of this stereo card is very interesting. Do you know anything about bone churches? Mm hmm. 
Yeah, we actually did yeah. a, an episode on the um, on the catacombs and the uh, I forget, what are they called ossuaries. I remember. Yes. Oh, listen, sometimes when you really love Jesus, you decide to dig up hundreds of thousands of dead bodies and create a wonderful monument to fucking Satan and then uh, slap a cross on it. Yeah, I don't believe that story, but yeah. Yeah, so um, let's see. This this card says catacombs are subterranean caves and galleries dug out by man without any order, plan, or symmetry. Sure. They are found in Egypt, Asia Minor, Italy, Sicily, and other places. And when they say catacombs, I believe they mean tunnels with bones. Now, the only catacomb with bones in it you can hear about today is in France. So apparently, and this 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 card is old. I, I believe this card is from sometime around 1905. But so, and and again, the older the information you get, the more accurate it is. So this would explain where the people went. The further back you go, the more buildings there are. And if you follow that to its logical conclusion, like these these buildings are so huge, the population must have been crazy. Some guy was talking about it. I forget where he got this number. Might have just been talking out of his ass. But he assumed that given the infrastructure that was in Australia 200 years ago, that the population of that country was near a billion. And where did all the people and the bones go? Right. Well, they've been, they've been slowly shuddering filling and destroying all the catacombs and all the bone churches, you know, that we have millions of bones just unaccounted for. They, they, they knock the shit down and grind them up. So that's where the, that's where the people from the old world went. So I, I, it's, it's a very hard subject to actually research. You know, you can build a logic tree and try and gather what you can, but aside from shit that you can see with your own eyes, you can't trust any of it. Like, I don't know. Dresden's probably one of my favorite cities, and it's the, the 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 story doesn't match up, right? None of these buildings have the correct date of uh, of of, uh, of construction. Uh, clearly, the people who are credited to building them aren't real people. You know, this is this is ridiculous. And a trend that I've noticed is almost all of the buildings that have been taken down. There are very – there's almost no old-world buildings left that have two factors – or sorry, two key elements. Facaded in geopolymer or um, – actually, I believe these uh, these columns are skinned in marble, mm-hmm. probably marble facade. But all the buildings – that most of the buildings that, that they've torn down, they have structural steel in the inside right. and a marble facade. And the reason they tore these down is because it disrupts the – the narrative, right? Like uh, these, like this is uh, this one was supposedly built in. Uh, oh wait, here's this is the Berlin. Uh, oh, hang on, I'll get to that anyway. But well, hey, uh, so bro, I hate to, to I got, I hate to cut you off, but we got We got We got to roll out of here pretty soon, man. Oh, so yeah, it's we're, part two. We're, we're over. Soon, yes, we yeah. will have you. We will have you back for part two of your photo collection, man. These are cool. Um. I really appreciate you sharing these with us, but like we're yeah, we're gonna have to do a whole episode on these where you like go into detail on all this stuff. So. Sorry, I guess. Oh we, no, don't apologize. Absolutely, man. Um, but you know, it's only a two-hour show. Sorry, I wish it was. It's a weeknight, and I gotta go to work in the morning. So <laughs> sleepy ass niggas. Sleepy ass niggas okay. got work in the morning. It's all good. But yes, steal. No, no, no worries, man. Uh, thanks for thanks for thanks for dropping by, dude. We really appreciate it. Um, I it, it's been an don't. honor. I, don't forget to release the scratch off. 
Oh yeah, I gotta go release the scratchings. Yes. Uh, Pill live stream. Let me do the scratch off. Release the scratch offs. Release the scratch offs. Okay. Uh, it's not letting me release the scratch offs. Why not? This is literally 1984. Yeah. It's not letting <laughs> me do anything. Buy gold pills, subscribe. It's not letting me do anything, dude. I I literally gave my first cookie. Oh, scratching. It says scratching released. Okay, here we go. There it is. It says scratching released. So go ahead and try the scratch offs. Yeah, they, they work. Is is that like a random giveaway for the viewers? The scratch off. Yeah, it's for the pilled. Uh, it's for the pilled audience. Oh, the paid audience, right? What is that paying audience? It's a uh, it's a free it's a free uh, social media sort of a deal. It's oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had. I thought it was like subscribe star. I guess I'm mistaken. No, it's just it's just plain old uh, regular. Uh, it's free, you know. Um, and Jack is winning multiples again. What the hell, man? Damn it! It just stopped. Aha! Um, uh-huh. All right. Well, Steel, thanks a lot again for coming out. Yeah, I had to say it. Yeah, I had to say it. Yeah, I had to say it. Because I only got one, so fuck off. <laughs> we'll be back this weekend. Um, everybody, make sure to go check out the episode we just released on on the Jim Jones and the People's Temple Part Two, uh, Secret Agent Jones. And uh, yeah, see, it's the lead up to. It's going to end up being a three or a four part series. There's a lot more to this than uh, than I thought. I thought it was, I thought he was just some weirdo that that started a church in San Francisco, but apparently he's connected to a lot of stuff. So go check that out for sure. Uh, it's on our website. It's on our RSS. You should have our RSS anyways. I don't know why you don't do it now. This is a threat. All right. We are going to get out of here. We'll be back this weekend with another content episode for you. Jack, we're gonna have a Necronomicon. Oh yeah, I got one uh, picked out from uh, Monster and Parasol. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. <laughs> Welcome to the Necronomicon. Today, I'll be reading from the Book of Revelation, chapter nineteen. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, "Alleluia." Salvation, and glory, and honor, and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen. Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God, omnipotent, reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, 
these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not, I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew, but he himself. And he was clothed with the vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And his armies which are in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture, and on his thigh a name written, King of kings, and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, in the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast, and the kings of the earth, and their armies, gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh.